0: This week on Face Off Hockey Show, we've got no Johnny, new Johnny, and I think we all have our baggage. I'm not entirely sure. We'll take a look at all that and more. It's a summer show. It's face-off hockey show. Right now.
1: Choose your command. You have chosen the face-off hockey show. Click,
0: click, whoa! I mean,
2: hockey is my
0: life. I've got on hockey underwear right now. The face-off hockey yeah. show. Yeah. What? With Scotty Wise. Sean O. John o. Oh. Hey,
3: and,
2: and the P Boys, Johnny, Johnny,
0: Johnny and Mark, Mark with a C. Yeah, baby. In
3: the game. You believe in Yes! Show.
0: Here's your host for the Face Off Hockey Show, Scotty Waz. And by the wonders of post production, you heard the intro. I'm Scotty Waz. Wow. I know. This is right? a what a look behind the scenes. Peek behind the curtain. <laughs> All access. Yeah, exactly. Um Some magic happens. The video the video people knew for years. <laughs> um but no. Uh no Johnny. Uh I'm Scotty Waz though, still continuously, according to the court of law. I do have new Johnny, Sean Leahy. Hi Sean. Yeah,
2: well you could you can make like an AI Johnny or a hologram Johnny. I mean, hologram Tupac's been out for like twenty five years.
0: Yeah, no, I don't know if he has the, the. Johnny doesn't have that many bars. He's been to a lot of bars, but he can't spit that many bars. That much <laughs> I do know. Um, Johnny is in Greece. His luggage scattered all over the world. It's at my house.
2: I <laughs> here for some reason. It's weird. It's crazy.
0: I can't wait for when he comes back here in a couple weeks, and he is just trying to figure out what the hell happened. <laughs> uh, it's going to be great. That's that much I do know for sure. Uh, but Sean, what's the haps, man? How have you been doing the past uh, since the last time we spoke with you?
2: It wasn't that long ago, right? It's only been a few weeks. Yeah, it's it, been a few weeks. Was it before free agency started or after? I,
0: uh, I think before free agency. It was the start. draft? It was the draft? Yeah, we were. That's yes, that's right. We yeah. did draft show stuff. Yeah, the good times. Yeah. So just it in
2: on the uh, the old NHL news. It seems this. I don't know. This seems like a. Um, like a less eventful summer than years past like not a lot of like crazy signings no real big trades no if any i, I can't think of like any kind of trade that's happened since july 1st right none, like none a, that a, really has
0: knocked my shorts off yeah like, wow how about that that's a game changer people would say <laughs> no nope. um it's been and there's
2: still a, you know a, some name rfas that that have to be signed and some UFAs name UFAs, like you know tarasenko and who knows what patrick kane's gonna do if he's gonna just wait until the season jonathan taves we don't know what he's gonna do yeah um so it's, there's still some interest but you know at this point it's july 26th the, the gms have all been at their cottages since oh
3: yeah
2: <laughs> you know july 4th or 5th so they, they're just kind of drinking their daiquiris and their bobby margaritas and waiting uh waiting until the end of August before they really start ramping things up for training camp and for next season.
0: How I know Bobby, uh, Bobby Margarita is in full swing is he had the ability to uh, steal uh, or commandeer, because I'm pretty sure he owns TSN. Uh, <laughs> he was able to commandeer a uh, TSN coffee mug that they had on their desk uh, during the free agency show, and Jen got a TSN uh, mug. So good for you. That's
2: good for her. Where's she? She, Why isn't she on? Why isn't she? She is
0: actually, well, she's in Omaha, first off. Yeah, I know that. Secondly, she has a work event that she's at that they have, they they rope her into for like community festival for the, like drumming up support for the library over there. She really Um, didn't
2: want to come on the show tonight, huh? Not
0: really. No. I mean, she, she, I just came back from there. So, um, like I, i was there all weekend so she's sick of me so obviously she didn't want to be on the show. No, she's like i got a work thing I'm like well you're gonna leave there soon i mean your contract's up next year you could be leaving earlier than that we could be moving to the east coast why nice. come on what's going on man she's just like i got a thing i'm like that's fine i don't want to talk." go to you jen indeed indeed
2: did i ever tell you my brother went to university in nebraska no for
0: college the yeah, Nebraska, Omaha, the or the yeah. Lincoln. No, uh, Lincoln, Lincoln. Oh, see. But
2: he lives. He lives in Papillion, which is right outside yeah. of Omaha. Wonderful. And he city. works. He works at Creighton. He and his oh. wife both work at Creighton.
0: Creighton is a weird school because we drove through there once, and it took like three city blocks, and that's the campus.
2: I'm like, that's where is. my nephew goes. Oh yeah. My it's other weird. one. My my niece goes to Lincoln, the Nebraska Lincoln. So yeah, they're they're all, they're embedded.
0: Man, disappointing football team, disappointing basketball team. Gotta love that. Gotta love well, that. Well, my
2: brother was my brother went there in the mid nineties. That was when they were the best. Bob Osborne was there yeah. ever. And he was in the marching band. Ooh. So he got to go to all the games, all the bowl games. You know, the I think they won like two national championships when he
0: was there. So Was he was he the guy? Was he like where uh, right guard? That'd be great. No, <laughs> no. <laughs> was he...
2: he was he was uh he was a drummer, so he oh, was, okay. um, he was on that side of things. But yeah, it was the uh pretty crazy uh just for sorry, you know, we were probably the only family in, in Long Island, New York, watching Nebraska
0: football games. Sure, so. that didn't have money on it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, Omaha's a fun town. I like Omaha a lot. So, um, I mean, they got yeah, they got they got a Longhorn Steakhouse. What more could you want?
2: I went to a Fuddruckers there once. Oh, did you? Know, you? First time ever. Yeah.
0: Nice. Uh, the the Fuddruckers <laughs> is still there. Don't think it's open though. Don't think <laughs> oh, it's open. Too bad. It's a shame. Um, but yeah, there's no there's no Johnny It's just me and Sean for right now Mark will show up when he wants to and as, as per his contract states um, And man, I don't know about you uh, But much like the first line In the Grammy award winning song Smooth with Rob Santana Or Rob Santana Santana featuring Rob <laughs> Thomas It's a hot one out there um, It's been great It's been great here Everyone, everyone in uh, Grand Forks is cowering At 95 degree weather I'm just like, what are you talking about, fuckers? Then the East Coast comes out. It's a great time. Yeah, to be here.
2: Yeah, so it's, uh, it's getting hot here. It's Supposed to be like in the nineties tomorrow on Friday. So I can't wait for that.
0: Damn! Lucky you. Is uh, is uh, Drunky McGee have to go play baseball in there?
2: No. So the last this weekend coming up and last weekend were the first or the first weekends since probably late February where there's no sports at all. Wow. No baseball no soccer. Just the way this. That's just the way the schedule worked for them and. Uh-huh. It's kind of nice. But a point, at some point, so you feel like I feel like I should be doing something. Like I don't know what to do because I'm so used to being in the field somewhere. But uh, yeah, it, it, it was good. But luckily, there won't be no games this weekend. And like I said, it's supposed to be like blistering hot, so it's probably for the best. <laughs> yeah, exactly.
0: God knows those kids in the hot sun. You don't want to deal with that. Nah, especially one that's like 50% Irish. Right, exactly. You're just gonna burn on contact. To be like those people in Arizona, yeah. they're just burning alive.
2: But then he, his, his skin goes tan.
0: After, um, like, a day,
2: unlike me, where it's just permanently red, right. so you, I can't escape that. He, he, he got lucky.
0: Lucky guy. Lucky kid. You know who else is lucky, Sean? Our Patreon members, because they see video of this. They go to patreon.com slash yeah. I could show. They have the access to the video. They only go to donate a dollar. It's great. It's a great thing. And we're doing a raffle. Sean, did you hear about that? Did you know about that? I did. Okay, good. Tell the people about it. I forget what's included, but I heard there's a raffle. <laughs> <laughs> There's a <laughs> raffle. We're doing we're giving away our diecast our uh, the diecast that we sponsored uh, right, 2 yeah, years yeah, ago. Yeah. Um sign up to patreoncom show. You can give a dollar, you can give $5, you can <laughs> give $2 if you want, I don't care. And you'll be that that amount of money you give per month, you you get that many raffle tickets. It's a great time for everybody. Go to patreoncom show. You can be like uh Cloudy, Tyler, Jerome, Pat, Jeff, Kevin, Matthew, Mark, Ethan, Trista, Chris, Rob, and some guy named Sean. They contributed.
2: Sounds like the most handsome of all.
0: He is he, he's a slick, slick mofo. Let me tell you, <laughs> Patreon.com/slash/FaceOff Hockey Show. All the money rules everything around us. Um, what have you? What what do you make of all these schedule announcements? This is a couple weeks ago, but I was looking on the AHL.com, and on the AHL.com is nothing but schedule announcement releases that the teams put on. Did their high dollar? They they paid their social media manager fifty extra bucks to make something fun and exciting. Um, or just put the dates over already established clips and see how they can use their premiere uh, to the best of their abilities. Uh, I mean, the NHL teams have been doing it too. This is kind of popularized by the NFL teams yeah. doing uh, their big uh, high-dollar value stuff. What say you of schedule releases? Are they fun? Are they overrated? What are we doing here?
2: You know, I think I think it's just trying to engage your fans and put the spotlight on your team again during a downtime in the year, right? The NHL usually does them, what, like the week of the draft and free agency, like right around there? Yeah. And I think the NFL does theirs, I think, after the draft, not too long after the draft. So, I mean, those are dead times in the season, in the year. So why not get people talking about your team and, Plan trips, and obviously most importantly for the teams, start buying tickets. Yeah. The one I always laugh at is Major League Baseball. They like th- they've already released a schedule for 2024, and they, I think yeah. all the teams did it like within the last two weeks. Mm-hmm. But like it's to no fanfare. Like I was just scrolling through Twitter, and all of a sudden I like, saw so the the Yankees are like, "Oh, here's our schedule for next year." I was like, oh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. You know, every every other league's doing like, a big deal, and MLB is just like, "Nah." Eh, there you go. Here's our schedule for games in, you know, 10 months. <laughs> but,
0: uh, uh, I got excited because the Orioles released their spring training schedule. I'm like, all right. And he's like, my, my buddy's like, didn't the MLB release the schedule a couple of weeks ago? I'm like, ah, shit, you're right.
2: They did. Yeah. It's just, they, they, they do it in the middle of the season. I guess it's, I guess in baseball, you, you can't really do it in the offseason because there's such little time in between, like the yeah. regular season schedule.
0: Well, I mean, they you do know, their they- draft in the middle of the season, for Christ's sake. Yeah, and
2: they, well, they changed that because it used to be in early June, mm-hmm. and now it would, I think it's better because early it was still it was just like just before or during the College World Series. So the, now they do it the way they do it now, in July, it makes more sense. Do it All Star Weekend, college season is over,
0: mm-hmm.
2: people know some of these players, especially the, the you know the the kid who went to Pittsburgh, that makes sense. Yeah. So, but any way to get people talking about your team, looking ahead, um. You know, he used to do a great post. Was uh, remember Dirk Hogue
3: from oh, On yeah. the
2: 4th Check? He used to do an awesome post where he'd tally up all the mileage each team would would travel during the season, and you know, back to backs or three and four nights, so people can people can do that. And you know, also just planning out trips. Like I've already looked at you know when the Penguins are coming here to the the New York area against the Devils, Ranger Islanders, looking at when to buy tickets for that. And so, it's never a bad thing to draw attention to your team in a good way.
0: Yeah. No, absolutely, I can I can agree with that. But the presentation themselves—I don't know why I said presentation that way—um, itself is kind of weird. I'm like looking. Know, let's let's do the we'll do the first screen share of the night, uh, sponsored by Sean Leahy. Yeah. Look at all these like schedule reveal, schedule reveal, schedule reveal. Uh, this one is just—I uh, think you should leave uh, from the Utica Comics with the uh, the, na- the the dates on there. I'm think like, that's kind of unoriginal. Do it like Springfield's doing, where it looks like they're doing the. I think you should leave, but they're doing. That it was with the, the gun. one
2: I saw. I think that was good, right? Yeah. They did the the drive-through skit.
0: Yes, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that was good. Like that one. The Syracuse one is is uh, definitely was one that was passed around with us. Um, I don't like the short notation for uh, Charlotte. CLT is very uh, racy, and I don't think we need that in the Heartland.
2: <laughs> so,
0: I well, mean, at least you know where to find it. I don't know if I can. I don't know if you, I could point you out Charlotte on a map. <laughs> I can't find the CLT on the map. But I don't know. I'm just it, I, I I saw this popped up because I've been looking for any kind of a semblance of news because we are in that we're right here in this dog day, and uh, here we are talking about schedules.
2: Yeah. Well, it's you. it's all about like engagement, right? And yeah. every team wants to one up the other with their with their announcement. I think. Um, what was it? Was it NFL team? I think it was the Oilers, or the Deep yeah work. the Oilers because they, they they did a good a good one where they um mean they the, went to the uh, Broadway. You
0: mean the Titans? Not the, o- not the Oilers. You the mean Titans. the
2: Titans? <laughs> I got confused because the throwbacks <laughs> are released this week. Sorry, jeez, God, wow. Um, well, they walked out on the Broadway and were asking random fan, like random people, like what was this logo and mm-hmm. people didn't know the team, so stuff like that. It's always always good yeah. for a laugh as um, long as it's
0: done well yeah the san diego chargers anime thing yeah. was was great as well the oilers hey who's this receiver warren moon oh okay <laughs> no he's the quarterback <laughs> ernest <school>. biner <laughs> who was the big back? running back it no a... it was ernest biner you're right
2: was not he a browns
0: uh did he, didn't he play for both
2: he was the guy with the fumble the famous yeah fumble. that's
0: true he did uh ernest biner um he was in the Masters of the Gridiron. He's now a running back coach for Out of Door Academy. What the hell is this? Titan. I, don't, I don't like that the these academy, these quote unquote academies, are just making putting random names together. <laughs> um, yeah, never. He never was. He was a to, a coach for the Titans, but never an Oiler. I'll be damned. But anyway, yep. So there we go. Schedules are out get your tickets ready which is the what's the cheapest and closest for you obviously the closest is is the belmont but is that necessarily the cheapest ticket for you to see your beloved penguins
2: i, I mean considering the
0: devils are trending upward probably
2: okay and the Islanders are stagnant
3: yeah okay
2: i mean but yeah i mean they're all i mean the furthest is the Devils, and that's I could probably get there within an hour and a half just with the trains. Sure. MSG is like an hour, 50 minutes or so, and UBS is half an hour or so. So it's, it's great.
0: There you go. You got everything. You got the whole thing on lockdown. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm selfishly I'm I'm still
2: mad that they left the Coliseum because that's literally like 10 minutes from my house and easy to come <laughs> home, but can't get what we want. Maybe they'll maybe they end up putting a a minor league team there one day like they had originally envisioned like 25 years ago when this whole Lighthouse Project shit started.
0: Oh, man, the Lighthouse Project. Lest we forget. Those yeah. were good times. Those were very good times. Um, Patrice Bergeron, what do you say about him? Retired after 16 seasons. What a guy. The... How soon until they renamed the Selkie?
2: Um, and, I mean, all, along with probably all of them because... Yeah. If if I wasn't for Jen, I probably wouldn't know who half these people were.
0: That's true. Well, even with her, I don't know who half these people are. I'm like, "Jen, what's an Art Ross?" See <laughs> the guy with the afro or no? No, that was Bob Ross, but he did art, right? <laughs> that would be a good trophy. Best flow. Oh, that'd be good. That'd be wonderful. That's lettuce. Sounds like Hang a up. spit and chicklets award that they do already. Ross would hand it out?
2: <laughs> That's true. Be Trevor Zegers every year.
0: Is he, do you think butcher Grass is going through midlife crisis all the time? Like, it seems that. Uh... I mean,
2: for the last 10 years, maybe. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Seemed like, you know, he's just been through a lot. Now the, now he's got to prove himself again.
2: I like the, the ESPN insiders that aren't our friends who, you know, they'll, like, <laughs> just tweet out two photos of something or one photo of something with the eyes, eyes emoji. Mm-hmm. And then somebody else will break the story. Yeah. <laughs> why, don't, why don't you just break it in the first place? Exactly. Isn't that a good job? <laughs> it just confounds me.
0: Yeah, it's kind of weird that uh, ESPN, and TNT don't have the uh, the trade breakers that some other places do. Is kind of a week's part of ESPN, or is he just NHL Network then floating around? I don't even know. No, he's
2: ESPN. Okay. Well, actually, that's a good question.
0: I think he might. I think he just might be NHL Network, I, and he floats around.
2: Yeah, I don't remember ever seeing like ESPN broadcast, right?
0: No, I think he's he's done like the Trade Center before, but that's about it. Like, but hell, Bob McKenzie does that. Did that for ESPN yeah. for one year. So I wanted to figure
2: that out. He does, yeah. I guess he just does NHL Network. I, I can't think of any other TV. No. Like he doesn't do sports then anymore, right?
0: No, not that I know. Nope. Wow, that's, I, wow, that's crazy. Yeah. 19 seasons with the Bruins. Have you ever done anything for 19 seasons? Aside ah, from your got, stint on just, Days just just of Our old, Lives? just got old. <laughs> aside from your stint day, on Days of Our Lives, all gold medal in, in, in the uh, international play. That's amazing. He's won nothing but gold medals.
2: I mean, it's crazy to think, because I think this happened in, what, 07? That nasty concussion he had yeah. after the check from Andy Jones and how he just... He didn't just come back from that. He <laughs> became a first-ballot legendary center yeah. with the Bruins, their captain. Like it, it wasn't like it took him some years to get back or you know, those questions. He came back and just became the face of that franchise which is because uh, that was a really really bad oh yeah hit really bad concussion and for him the it's sort of like with crosby and mm-hmm. he's had multiple as we know just the way that both those guys came back and have played especially bergeron being a, a two-way guy like he's been just too dominant it's uh it's pretty remarkable to see because you know he's you know he's an unassuming guy yeah he's very quiet soft-spoken and even on the ice he's not flashy Just he just did his job, and he did it really, really, really well for a long, long time. And it's a shame that uh, he couldn't go out with a cup, considering the, the Bruins year. Oh, yeah. But uh, he's only 38, too, so he could have played another year or two, considering his level, but... I guess you know.
0: Well, I think toward. I mean, we saw injuries starting to rack up for him, especially yeah. last year, um, and into coming into this year, there was doubts of whether he would play again or not. And I mean, obviously during the playoff runs, they you a know, punctured lung, severed rib. Yes, uh, that's right. Remember that? Yep. Just, just, just a. Uh, I hate to use the term warrior, uh, but uh, it's a monster. That one's a little yeah, bit better. You always
2: hear guys who retire say like, you know when it came time to start ramping up training or start training for the following season or the upcoming season and like their hearts on it, that's like when they know
3: yeah.
2: that it's, it's time to go. And I can imagine See, you know, l- being uh, training for hockey in the off season, the work you got to do to prepare yourself for, for, to deal with these 19, 20, 20 year old guys who are skating all over the place. That's it, a 38. That can't be easy.
0: Luckily I knew at 19 that I'm just like, <laughs> I don't, you know, I don't like this anymore. <laughs> okay. i'll just i'm just gonna leave at this point and pop from there did he not pop i forgot the pop you I coward too early mark just story of your life but mark i, I, mark I did grab a lime Ooh. seltzer hey look at him he knew he knew who was coming on tonight just for you <laughs> he knew who was coming on tonight mark with a sequence. <laughs> hi mark we're talking about patrice bergeron your thoughts I'm, on Patrice Bergeron I mean, retired? when do we not talk about Patrice Bergeron? Well, especially now that he's retired. We're not going to talk about him after this show. That's for damn sure. Until they've renamed him, <laughs> I'm sure, sure he'll get a
2: coaching job somewhere soon. You, do, you think? That's how it always works. He doesn't seem like a coach type. No? He seems like a, uh, you know, the typical special advisor to the GM.
0: Yeah. Or or skill guy who charges a lot for his camps. Here's how to win. Face I feel like sauce.
4: though, I mean, Adam Oates is the poster child for that,
0: right? And he he was a
4: successful power play coach for a while. You'd think Bergeron would have a niche trying to teach two way forwards how to do their job.
0: That would be a niche. Maybe, that would certainly maybe that be is an expensive camp. It's a hell of a camp for very little ice work. <laughs> you only have to Bergeron only has to rent half a sheet of ice but charge full price. So I mean. Uh, Here's the records. First and only player to win the World Championship before the World Junior Championship. Fun fact. Wow. Most Selkie Awards in NHL history, with six. Nominated for the Selkie Award for 12 straight seasons. Uh, Selkie finalist for 12 consecutive seasons, the longest... Wasn't that... Oh, he was nominated, and then he was a finalist for 12 seasons. Okay. Uh, And then most overtime playoff goals in... Boston Bruins history, which given the history, that's a pretty hell that's a hell of a feat. So um yeah, you know what, Sean, I'm not entirely sure when they're gonna name it the Bergeron Award, but yeah, I think uh, within the next two, three years I'd say.
2: I think they should just do a whole rename them all one shot.
0: Just find that Frank just found out that Frank Selke was, I don't know, a racist and away we go.
2: Yeah, but fifty percent chance of that happening considering that some of these guys were the name after. Exactly. <laughs>
4: I mean, look. Didn't at some point the WWE retired every one of the almost every single one of their belts That's and true. brought back almost identical belts, right? Is there a US title? Is there a European title still? There's a US title, yes. European. There belt. is a US title. Yeah. It's still
0: garbage. It doesn't yeah. mean anything. Fair. Did they
2: freshen up the the duct tape on the hardcore belt, or
0: <laughs> yeah, right. It's now called the 24/7 championship. So is that still a thing? Yeah. Really? From what, from what so I heard, you're yeah. Why sleeping? Yeah, if everyone's pinned and want to sleep and break into the hotel rooms. Wow. So uh, You just got to bring a
4: ref and a camera,
0: I think, yeah. right? <laughs> Man, if I had a nickel. <laughs> Man. So, yeah, there is, uh, there is. Point
4: being, there's an opportunity there. Opportunity for knocking. This a
0: um, can we just retire the Mark Messier Leadership Award, which Patrice Bergeron won in 2021? Uh, can, can that he's not bald,
2: on? though. Don't you got to be bald to win?
0: No, I don't think so. I don't think so. Hmm. Um, that's uh, well, uh. it's one of those things where it's it's uh, it's highly recommended but not required. Yeah, yeah. Or he's, did... he he was an honorary
4: bald just for that. Yeah.
2: <laughs> I did. I I spoke to Messier a couple years ago when his book came out, oh. and I did ask him specific. My last question was, so it's basically like. So how the hell do you come up with your winner of the, the Messier leadership award? And he, according to him it's, you know, he has input and he reaches out to like people in the media players that he knows to get their feedback and then he makes like the final decision on on the winner. <laughs> which I, I still don't know how that got started. Like I remember remember it was originally sponsored by Cold FX. Yes. Was the only award that had a sponsor. But like how did that come up in discussions with the league, like, who approached who? Why, if it was the NHL, why would they approach Messier for some type of an award? It's, it's The backstory, I'm sure, is really interesting.
0: Yeah, not, not much happening here on the Wikipedia, shockingly enough. And remember, it used to be a monthly award. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <sighs> Boy, that was... Halcyon is Yeah, what a time. <laughs> what a time to be alive <laughs> when you get a monthly press release that... <laughs> Hey, someone's in the and
4: it's not like it's the monthly, you know, the most goals scored in a month, sure. which is very objective. The leadership award We've could not be more hair. subjective, yeah. <laughs> so, who's the best leader? Yeah. Well, let's go to the stats, yeah, right?
0: Okay, <laughs> never mind. How many times did he go to the ref crease? All right, that's a leader. <laughs> there you go. There you go. What's his ref crease over 60? <laughs> Get that stat there again. No reason why. I, maybe it was just to shut him up when he didn't get the the GM job somewhere.
2: The Rangers, yeah. yeah. Well, at that he was the. I forget he was like an assistant GM, or he was he was in he wasn't executive with the Rangers, and mm-hmm. when they went to, I guess it was Jeff, Gordon?
0: Yeah.
2: Got all pissy and left.
0: He's like, I'm gonna go drive a Zamboni at the local rink. They'll appreciate me. Oh, he
2: actually hooked up with a um some oh. type of like local group that was. Oh. Building a rink in an armory, like the Kingsborough Armory. Mm. I think it was just years ago. I don't know whatever happened with that, but now he's, you know, ESPN commentator in between periods, which, if you're looking at TNT versus ESPN in yeah. that kind of battle, I think we all know where people are going. For, right, uh,
0: exactly. And at least,
2: at least maybe not the best analysis, but at least entertaining.
0: A t- a, they're going to TSN to get that pirated feed. Um, Messier owns the Runaway Hill Club on the pink sand beach of Harbor Island in the Bahamas. What is that? I don't know. It's a it's a runaway hill club. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe it's where he runs a club where all the uh, you know, the runaway trucks they have that hill that they, they do. I don't know. It's a, uh, it's Love Lane and Colebrook Street in Dunmore Town, Bahamas. It's a luxury staycation for you.
2: Is that what you win when you win the leadership award? You win like a week's stay there? Yeah, exactly. You get get the remote
0: private island. Whether you're staying on an oceanfront five-bedroom, three-bath infinity house or one of our connecting country uh, courtyard rooms. Uh, each room at the Runaway Hill has its own unique charm and Bahamian beauty. How, mm. much, how much money do you think this cost? Too much. Too much? Mm. There's a proper... Oh, here we go. View room rates. Um. Mhm. Mhm. Ranging from three hundred eighty dollars to fourteen hundred dollars a night. Sorry, week and a weekly for the Infinity Five is fifteen thousand dollars. Daily twenty one hundred. Uh-huh. Oh, no problem. Yeah, no, it's fine. It's fine. Everything and 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 they, and they tax you twenty six percent for tax and gratuity. Oh, of course. So <clears throat> they gotta. That. You got to. Um, congrats, congratulations to him for doing that. Um, J- Jim Nill extended two years by the Dallas Stars. That's pretty... I mean, he just won the the, the Dick Gregory Award, so why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't you? The Dick,
2: the Dick Gregory Award? Is it Dick Award? Gregory?
0: Who is it? Jim Gregory? <laughs>
2: <laughs> two totally different people. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah, two totally different worlds.
0: I don't know. I don't know about that. You see Jim Gregory get up there and bust a rug during the, during the uh, down times of the draft. He's <laughs> doing great. Dick Gregory
2: was a civil rights guy. He it? wasn't a dancer.
0: <laughs> Who the hell am I thinking
2: of that? <laughs> I think he was originally like a comedian, but he became Dick more of like a civil rights person. Dick oh.
0: uh, Dick something. I don't know.
2: Dick uh, Fosbury? Yeah,
0: uh, there it is. Flop? But you know what? Hold on. Now look, Now look. Okay, now you're right. He was a comedian, Dick Gregory. Um, Dick Gregory also very uh steadfast in his belief, much like Jim Gregory, who was like, "Hey, get your pick on time. We got flights to catch.
2: Speed this up, Anaheim. Let's
0: go."
4: There should be an award for the GM that spends <laughs> the least amount of time on their draft picks. Yes.
2: You know, we all miss Tim Murray.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Tim Murray and GM, GM, uh, George McPhee making those picks. Yeah. But now the first round, everyone's got a hand off to everyone else, and it's an eight-hour event. Yeah. Got to so
2: thank our fans at, you know, Whoopi's Wing House <laughs> back in, uh, you know, Urbandale, Illinois. I mean, at, at this
4: point, shouldn't they be able to, like, shouldn't they just be on a WhatsApp or something? <laughs> just like my fantasy draft. And then Batman can just be sitting up there with this, a tablet. And can, can't they just type their pick in and then he announces it? What's what's with all the,
2: the, they want, the pomp and
4: circumstance?
2: Because they want the moment for the kid. They, yeah, uh, the kid true, gets yeah. drafted and all that. They well, all no, I'm not of.
4: saying that the, the, it just comes on the screen behind them. Gross. Right? You could still, oh. like, heck, you could just send the pick up to the front. Well, I mean, they do and that then...
2: in the second round and beyond. They draft from the tables. That's what I mean. Do everything from
4: they the tables, don't need the...
0: Mark's saying. I,
4: I get, <clears> like, <throat> the whole, like, pictures with the hat and the handshake, but they don't need the ha- to send the whole regime from the <laughs> table up, like, all it's, 20 people up to the stage. True.
2: And we would never have known Charles Wong's kid. Being able to
4: watch growth
0: throughout the years. Fair point. It's a great point. point. You're right. Fair point. Um, it's like the NBA. The NBA just dials it in, and then, then there's Adam Silver doing the pick, or or Roger Goodell, who just daps up players yeah. with these intricate handshakes that they definitely did beforehand because you're not rehearsing that on stage. It's not a wrong. I will cut. say
4: I do sort of miss. How all of this went down during the pandemic, right? I d- I don't like how they they brought everybody back into the office for the draft. It was great <laughs> when everybody was working from home,
0: but it took seven it hours. <laughs> Those drafts started at like six and didn't end till one in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Get I was sure. wondering why like the NHL.
2: I I, I guess it's because if you're every every team is there in person, there's more interaction and more chance for deals to happen Mm -hmm. because you know the nfl they have their war room back of their training facility so there's no there's probably a couple people on site but the main people are back together in in the war room discussing the picks and calling around to make trades but i guess that is a a a cool thing about the nhl having everyone i mean they probably don't need 35 people at each table no Mm -hmm. um but you know they have the gms and some the scouts and there's always like a, a, a current or former player too, because they always mm-hmm. want them to like announce the first pick or whatever. But I mean, if it makes for more trades, that's that's kind of what we want, especially on especially after like the first ten picks where nobody knows who these kids are, you're just waiting for some big trade to happen.
4: Nah. It is also nice to yeah. look and see it. Teams get visibly upset when when <laughs> someone goes like one or two picks ahead of the person <laughs> or the team that wanted to draft them.
2: Yeah, like everybody who wanted to trade up to get. Mika from the uh, Flyers yeah. and Danny Breyer was not budging.
0: It's true. Well, um, only oh. other big bit of news is Rocky Ward's passing away at age 70 and there you go. Do with that what you will. His tenure ended badly when he's just like, I don't want to talk about uh, Kyle Beach at all. Oh, okay. Well, cool. Awesome. Good job, Rocky. He put teams. He put the Blackhawks games back on home TV. Yep. You had that going for him. That boost take that was, bill. Take that, dad. How do you like me now, dad? That's
2: gonna be weird. Like the best thing that happened to your franchise is your dad dying. Right. <laughs> right. I mean, after you died, you, they that that, franchise blossomed as we as we know financially on the ice, all that stuff.
4: Yeah, I was gonna say they. I think they won a Stanley Cup like within five years of.
2: Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I think of that like seven or yeah, yeah, so it was soon after.
4: Yeah. I mean, it does help getting Taves and Kane, like, sure. immediately back-to-back, I think. That and helps. helps a whole, back-to-back a whole. drafts or whatever it was, but yeah. Yeah.
0: Hey, look, it's Lyle Richardson. He joins us now as well. Hi, Lyle. Good you know, evening, Pitt-
4: everybody. Pittsburgh's owner didn't have to die for that to happen. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, I love
2: coming in in the middle of the conversation. <laughs> yeah, no, I just wanted to hammer
4: that back. home as soon as the came came. No, out.
2: they they just almost they almost went you know went bankrupt and nearly moved out of state. That's all they needed to happen to draft. Yeah. And no deaths were involved. That's good. Oh, <laughs> that we know of. That's true. That's fair. It is Pittsburgh. Fair point. Yeah. I- they just throw them underneath, you know, a Permantes or something. A pile. They just <laughs> throw them under a pile of French fries.
4: Well. Yeah, I mean, where'd th- he go? New York, New York, and New Jersey really only have one or two rivers you can put people in, but Pittsburgh. Three of them.
0: Three of them. Mm. A lot yeah. of bridges to throw them off of too.
1: And yeah, but New <laughs> Jersey there. also has that big forest where things can mysteriously disappear mm-hmm. without a trace. Also, yeah. lots of
4: trash uh, receptacles and companies. They to call take them care hookers, sir.
0: Yeah. Oh. <laughs> not that okay. uh also a bit of news I forgot about this one Matt Murray on lTIR already congratulations
1: off to, to Robida Island oh, yeah yep. he's just like Isn't it weird guys. though like whenever
2: we get news like that and I know it's July 26, so maybe this plays a part in it within like an hour or two you kind of know why like what he's we know he's dealt with a lot of injuries throughout uh-huh. his career especially yeah. concussions but you, yeah. you usually you kind of get like a Oh yeah, he's dealing with concussion symptoms or something. There's like some right. kind of Backstrom
4: last year. Yeah, yeah right. you get,
2: Like some kind of explanation from the insiders.
1: Yeah. And yeah.
2: We had yeah. nothing today.
1: No. Nope. Yeah. yeah. Back, well, Backstrom to be fair to the insiders, year... they're they're all in their cottages uh, up in Ontario, so you know.
4: True. Backstrom, I think, was around this time last year, and they're like, "Yep, his hip thing is not looking good, so it's going to be a while. He may not, he may never play again." <laughs> yeah, right. I mean, he came back toward the end of the season last year, but it's clearly not the same player he was. So it's like, yeah, but you get you get something, not for the fans, I'm sure, but although it's it's part of it. But I thought you, I thought what you were going to say was you usually know why, from a financial standpoint because the team goes and allocates oh, that money yeah. somewhere else. About,
1: right. Yeah. Yeah, in this case to to get them within one point two five million of being CAP compliant. So yeah. they're they're either going to have to make a trade or they're going to ice a twenty man roster next year, which is just if I I'm sorry, that's just piss poor management. If you're if you've saddled yourself with that many contracts that you have to ice a twenty man roster out of twenty three. Well which leaving, team Florida did that for
4: like half the season, didn't yeah. they?
1: Yeah, it was piss poor management. Yeah. Sorry, know,
2: piss poor, but poor it management was. and
1: it Brad Tree living go hand in hand. So <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean I you know, I understood to a degree why the Panthers did that last year because uh, you know, uh Bill Zito inherited a mess from Dale Talon And, you know, part of the penance was, okay, we're going to have to uh, suck it up for this one season. And then we can ice a full roster next year. But, I mean, they paid a price for that during the season. Remember, they barely made the playoffs and then they were able to bring in once they made it and of course all of a sudden part of the read what people were surprised why are the panthers doing so well well geez for the first time they've got a whole bunch of (laughs) healthy bodies they can throw out there all at once now and yeah they also
4: have three
2: lines of defense like what else (laughs)
1: <laughs> Instead of limping along with, you know, a 17-man roster for parts of the playoffs, you know. And it also Shit. that the
2: Penguins couldn't beat the Blackhawks and Blue Jackets in a week, which yeah, well, I'm still yeah. sour
1: about. But, hey, it led to them firing
2: Ron Hextall, so that
1: helped. it came out there pretty well. There go. you got rid of Hextall. Yeah, It led to Hextall's departure. So there was some Silver lining after
4: all. But in that butterfly effect world, the Bruins might have won the Stanley Cup. Isn't this better? Yeah.
1: <laughs> oh, then Patrice Bergeron
2: goes out, goes out on a high. That'd be a good story.
1: What going out with his sixth sixth Selkie and in, in, in the twelfth straight year that he he'd been nominated for it and he's already got a Stanley Cup ring so who cares I mean shit he's already yeah, gone yeah, out on a high yeah
0: you know? well, I was like who gives a shit about this guy that's that Habs that Habs yeah, homerism coming
1: that's out. Like oh, oh no, like a no, I job. have nothing but I have nothing but respect for Patrice Bergeron seriously like I honestly. You know, I, the only thing I get choked about is when I see uh, some Habs fans on Twitter sitting there going, ah, uh, geez, we could have had him back in the second round of the 2003 draft. And that still upsets me. And I'm like, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. How old are you right now? Oh, you're 28, so you were. your mama was still wiping your nose when they made that pick. But you, eight-year-old, you would have known that, oh, that was terrible. And by the way, all this talk I hear people say, you know, oh, we could have, yeah, oh, yeah. Geez, Montreal could have had him. It's like, you know who else passed on him? Everybody except Boston. <laughs> and right. Boston passed on him in the first round to select Mark Stewart, a good defenseman. Yes, good defenseman, played over 700 games in the NHL. But he's not Patrice Bergeron, yeah. right?
4: Hey, guess you know, who else? Like literally every team passed on Henrik Lundqvist six times. Yeah. Six and, times. and literally every That's team true. passed on Martin St. Louis infinite amount of times because he wasn't
1: drafted, he right? He was never drafted, yes. Yeah. And, and, and you want to talk about teams that passed on, on Bergeron that round? The Nashville Predators and Tampa Bay Lightning passed on him not once, not twice, but thrice because i looked and both of those teams had two picks in the second round ahead of boston so boston dumb fucking luck that it fell in he fell into their laps but it, mm-hmm. it just goes to show i mean yes that was a very deep draft but nobody knew he was going to yes. turn out to be who he was or who was going to be i mean jesus so when i see guys on twitter who were like i said were like eight or ten years old at the time go oh gee we packed out of we passed out 20 years later it's like where was this insight from you 20 fucking years yeah. ago? oh that's right you were eight
4: yeah and then yeah. conversely how many absolute 100 percent lock sure things have there been <clears throat> lafreniere that have not wow, panned out Not wrong <laughs> not wrong right oh, i mean really. everybody that yeah. year that lafreniere when number one was like this kid is gonna be the next big thing this kid's you know finally a
0: cup to the rangers again
2: yeah mm. you know who else had three picks in that in, in the first two rounds of
0: that draft Boston. the la kings no.
2: and you know That's who they great. took with their first pick scotty
0: who was that sean
2: keep the bit going who's know. my guy brian boyle yeah
0: oh wow well, okay <laughs>
2: there
4: you go all
0: right perfect
2: Right before right before uh Mike Richards, Anthony Stewart, Brian Boyle, Jeff Tambellini, Corey Perry. Wow. Yep.
4: Yeah. Well every I feel like every team except maybe, you know, Vegas and Seattle have a story about yes. oh, we could have had this guy. Oh, that's we could have had that guy. Yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. yeah. Well, Vegas' story m- might be someday that well well we well we had Nick Suzuki. <laughs> <You know>. sure. <laughs> that's about as close as it's good as it gets for them at this stage right now. But at this stage, they don't give a shit. They go, no, right. "We got a Stanley Cup. We don't care." Right? So, yeah. yeah. Man,
2: that, but, that's that really. Well, holy cow! I'm I'm looking at the 2003 draft. <clears throat> I forgot that that they had they had nine rounds. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. And there's there's a a good number of guys in the eighth and ninth round that had good careers. Uh, Toby mm-hmm. Enstrom, Man, Bufflin, okay. Shane O'Brien. Tanner Glass, Matt Molson, Halak.
0: You named like three uh, thrashers there. It was amazing. <laughs> <laughs> they,
1: they Jones they all... had
2: a couple of good years with the Avs, and Brian Elliott went two hundred and ninety first overall,
1: second to last. And mm. he's still playing. Well, he was at the, he was last season. Yeah, that's crazy, man. Yeah, real. That draft was just great, and thirty teams.
2: Yep. Thirty yeah.
1: teams in that draft too. So nine rounds, thirty teams. Two hundred and ninety two picks. As 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 the guys know, and I don't know if I told you this story, Sean, but I'm going to keep it very very brief. They know my story about this about the 2003 draft because Montreal had the 10th overall pick, and one of my buddies from Calgary, the Calgary followed the Calgary Hitmen. With he he talked up Ryan Getzlaf all season long, and I knew how badly Montreal needed a center. So they get to the t- and I'm sitting there like this for the TV and they come to Montreal, the tech, and I'm like, yes, guess Laugh is available. And they select Andre Kostitzen. And I screamed <laughs> at my TV.
4: No, so that's, that's funny because in that, I, I'm assuming it's the same exact draft because that's the draft. The caps went Eric fair and could have yep. had Ryan
1: gets yep. mm.
2: Eric Eric is picked right before <laughs> Ryan gets left. Yep. Yep.
1: Yeah. Yeah. But that what anyway. So that that was my 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 draft story. Yeah, it could have been the
2: worst, Lyle. Could have been Hugh Jessman, two picks. Oh, later. that's true. Oh.
1: Yeah, at least Kostitsyn played some games in the NHL. He had a few had a few seasons. Yeah, was huge Jessman. Was it
2: was it, was it Kostitsyn, his brother or both of them that were had the whole curfew
1: thing in Nashville with trucks? Wasn't it? I think was, Radulov
4: was in on that too.
1: That's it? what it was. Yeah. it was the
2: other Kostitsyn and Radulov, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah.
1: Sergey and uh, and Raddy. Yeah. And then the yep. Custis and brothers got united in Montreal, and then there were all these whispers about them hanging out with the C.D. sort of kind of mafia types in Montreal. So there yeah, we go. Is that everybody in Montreal, though? Of course. Yes. Of course. It's guilt by association, obviously. You know. <laughs> oh, I walked <laughs> into a bar that was owned by the mafia. Ah, mafia associate. Uh...
4: But doesn't doesn't that extra two rounds that year? I I don't know if they, how many years they did mm-hmm. the, the nine versus the seven rounds, but like, doesn't that go to show you that like sometimes all it takes is for a guy to get a shot, right? Mm-hmm. The scouts might not always know what they're doing. Matter of fact, they probably don't even have a 50-50 record on knowing what they're doing. So like those extra two rounds got an extra 60 guys a shot. And you just rattled off like 10 names of guys that and, had excellent oh yeah. careers. And like
2: Lyle point out, there's two fewer teams. There's mm-hmm. 30 back then. So yeah. there's even fewer spots on rosters, yeah. to not just NHL rosters, but minor league rosters. And, You know, this, they produce, it's unreal. I I mean, it's not, everyone always talks about the first round, obviously, but like we just said, you just scroll down that list and there's, there's at least every round, there's one or two guys that played at least 400, 500, 600 games.
1: And that's impressive. I don't care if he was a journeyman. You, you last that long in the NHL, you had a good career. So, you know, but you know, everybody, to me, the tooth, that draft remains the gold standard. Every draft since. I mean, when you hear the, oh, this, like this year's draft, it's the deepest, deepest draft <laughs> in years. It's like, well, come back to me in 10 years' time and we'll see. Because even even the Connor McDavid draft and the Austin Matthews draft, I mean, yeah, there's some t- great players, obviously, including two, you know, well, one that's a generational talent and another who's one of the great scorers in the league right now. But even those two drafts, I mean, once you get after the first round, you know, I mean, yeah, there's still some good players there, but, there's nothing that's come out of that, and and we're coming up on what it's been eight years now since uh, the McDavid draft, seven years since the uh, the Matthews draft, and they were good drafts, but they don't measure up, at least in, in my estimation, to to the O three, or, yeah, the O three draft.
2: And most of them are just very top heavy. The first, yeah, two exactly.
1: Rounds. Yes, yeah,
2: yeah. Well, You're not uh, seeing. I'm these... on HockeyDB right now. Yeah, yeah. The whole. I'm on HockeyDB is... right now. Look at oh. this page. Forty-four point five percent of the mm-hmm. other players drafted made made it to the NHL.
4: There you God go, one hundred
2: thirty out of two hundred ninety-two.
4: The, the scouts are are not even 50-50. I gave them the benefit I, of the doubt. I'm just on
1: gonna that. assume that's the highest. And the that's league. a good. And that's that is an outstanding number. The right? average career. The average career lasted
2: three hundred ninety-four games. That's which is that's a solid yeah. career. Uh yes, it is. But six
1: five six years. Yeah.
0: Yeah. That's some good value, baby.
1: Good but uh, Bergeron, but I mean, my God, though, I mean, but you you turn around and, and, and you look at, though, of all those players and, and Bergeron, I mean, there's not very many other players coming out of that draft that had a better NHL career than he did. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, it, in my opinion, I mean, he is the best two way forward to ever play the game. And you're talking about a guy who you know grew up with the Montreal Canadiens in the '70s and worshipped guys like Bob Gainey, who for me for a long time was you know the the creme de la creme. But there's just no denying it with Bergeron. And, and I mean the the sick thing is he he just got better as he got older. You kept waiting for him to decline because being a two way center, I mean that takes a lot out of you physically. Mm-hmm. And he like his production may have dipped a little bit. But this defensive game was still solid. So, I mean, you know, he, he literally is going out, I think, is going out while he's still in his prime. I think he could have come back again this year and, and just had another great season. But, uh, yeah, I, I think, he you know, we were very fortunate to watch, you know, in my opinion, the best two-way forward to ever play the game, have his career, you know, in front of us over the last 19 years.
2: And you, and you think of the errors. Like, this isn't a dig at all at Bob Keeney, but – more people saw yeah. Patrice Bergeron play than Bob Gainey, yeah. and in twenty twenty three and years prior this era, there's more ways to evaluate players between fancy stats, regular stats, eye tests, video. Yeah. Like yeah. there's there's there there's so many more ways to pick apart Patrice Bergeron's game or every any player's game, yeah. and yet he still was <clears throat> up here. And, yeah. yeah. And, and even everybody. to
4: build on that, right, you're talking about, you know, 40, 50 years of evolution for strategy, Yeah, uh, yeah. you know, speed <clears throat> of the players, size of the players, everything. When it comes to playing two way center, you got to, you, you know, I don't know when Bob Ganey played, there probably weren't that many complex systems of, you know, dump and chase and trying to try and whatever you were trying to do to, you know, outsmart the other opponent with your schemes for offense and defense, but like, you know, it, it, with Bergeron being able to 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 adjust to pretty much everything and still stay at it, at an elite level in this day and age, yes, for sure. Well, I
1: mean, when you look at uh, especially where uh, where his career started, I mean, his career started in the old uh, you know the old dead puck era. It was the mm-hmm. last year of the dead puck mm-hmm. era, but it still started then. And the game has changed and evolved. And as you and to your point, Mark, it's gotten faster. The players are far more talented now than they were. 15, 20 years ago when Bergeron started his career. And yet here he is, you know, winning, you know, winning his sixth uh, Selkie, you know, having he's, you know, he, he won these awards, all of these awards in the latter half of his career. That's the other thing that's crazy. He won them in the second half of his career. So
0: how, how to be able to maneuver his game to that from what yeah. he was. Um, yeah, old dog did learn new tricks, so that's always good. You and like let's that. not
1: forget, too, he overcame a, uh, a a serious concussion injury earlier in his career where there was. I remember at the time when he came back, there were concerns about whether he'd ever be able to, to play at the level that was expected of him. And not only did he, but, uh, you know, he exceeded. And let's not forget in the in the 2013 final. I mean, this guy was playing with he had he had torn rib cartilage of one rib. He had he broken two others, separated his right shoulder, and he had a punctured lung. <laughs> you know, I mean, the hell, man! Couldn't <laughs> like, find how? couldn't
0: find that extra gear to win the cup though. So I mean, I don't know yeah. how he can.
1: I mean, some guys can. So, I mean that you talk about like everybody's. And I made that point, and somebody said, "Well, overcoming injuries is is kind of overrated." I, <laughs> what?
0: <laughs> to be fair, <laughs> that's not say. wrong. It's not
1: wrong. L- with guess what with the two guys perfect say. lungs. That's what yeah. the guy said. Like I had because I had wrote this thing about how somebody somebody in the Boston media, no less, has been riding the hobby horse for years <laughs> saying that Patrick Bergeron is overrated. I'm like,
0: What accent was that?
1: But it, it, and so when I, I pointed out, you know, like that the injuries that he played through in the in the in that cup final, and one person actually responded saying, Well, playing with an injury is overrated. And I'm like Dude, first of all, that's really silly, and second of all, he had four at the same time.
0: (laughs) So it's four times as silly. (laughs)
1: Exactly. Uh, Exactly. Oh man, people are some people. Not everybody. Some people are funny. Oh my god, I uh, couldn't believe that. Like that's really. (laughs) You're playing with an injury that would sideline mere mortals like that would have mere mortals like the four of us laying on the laying on the deck. crying like little girls we would be in so much pain and this guy's just like yeah tape a freaking might all to it and let's go you know? <laughs> let's go, go. <laughs> oh man
0: all right well shifting gears yep wow those crazy bastards did it those crazy bastards in toronto made it go to arbitration
1: they did and yes. for the
0: first time in uh 75 years an arbitration award has been announced <laughs> Oh wait a minute! What's what's,
1: seven point five years? Sorry, you misplaced the decimal. I
0: hate when that happens. I was never one for math. Um, (laughs) One year, three point five five million awarded to (coughs) Ilya Samsonov, Mm -hmm. and he will be unrestricted free agent at the end of next year. Good deal, Lyle. In the middle, of course, both sides uh, presenting different offers. Leaves two point four Samsonov, four point nine. A hundred thousand dollars less than the middle of the two filings.
1: Which goes to show the stupidity of the year current NHL arbitration system. Yes.
4: Anybody, anybody looking at that could have been like both of those offers are ridiculous. (laughs) Just (laughs) just pick it and just like anything. We don't have to go to court. Just be like that's dumb and that's dumb. Yep.
1: Why are we doing yeah. that? And you know the Leafs set that offer at 2.4 because they know that the arbitrator is going to pick within right. 100 or 200K of the middle, or yeah, right. you know, and that's what it's going to be, you know. Whereas, and probably
4: course, Samsonov's camp did the yeah, same thing, so like, why yep. didn't they just agree <laughs> on a one-year
1: deal? I'm, I know, and it's so stupid. And, you know, and i and and the best part of this for me was his agent afterwards saying saying, you know, that his client was aware of this, how the system works. He was well, well versed in this thing before he went in. There's no hard feelings and he's looking forward to going to next season to which I call bullshit. Yeah.
4: Maybe Bull maybe shit. Ilya Samsonov had a suspicion on how the the team really felt about him. He just needed to know,
1: right? Yeah, we talked about this last week, and Sean, we we <laughs> talked about this last week, and we mentioned like Bobby Holik back in the day too. Oh, like yeah. Like that's how far back this goes. You take a guy to arbitration, you know, Bobby Holik, a heart and soul guy with the with the New Jersey Devils, really thought he was going to get his worth. Blah blah blah, and then he found out what Lou Lamarillo really thought of him, mm-hmm. and it was. Bye. I'm out of here when this is done. And pretty much every player. Like I said, it's rare. It is rare to find a player who went to arbitration, got a one year award and didn't take off to uh, the free agent market the following year because it leaves bruised feelings, man. It hurts the ego. You know, these guys, remember, these players have been used to having sunshine pumped up their arses their whole careers about how great they are. And now here, here's your here's your general manager sitting there who's been telling you what a great guy he thinks you are, what a great asset you are. Basically say, nah, he's not that good. Nah, he's not. A, he's good, but he's not worth that much. Nah, not that, really. There's no.
2: the famous story of Mike Milbury making Tommy Sallow cry in his arbitration year, you know, 20, 25 years ago, whatever yeah. it was. So, yeah. yeah, yeah. it's It's like. This is what I want. And then you have the team <clears throat> rebutting and saying, Well, this is why you suck and why you deserve less than what you're demanding. Yeah. It's just it it's not gonna end well. It's it's no that's, that's why that's, that's why I'm kinda surprised that they agreed to um get rid of the part where you could negotiate up until the hearing starts. like yeah. once they schedule the hearing, that's it. You can't negotiate anymore. So I'm surprised that the the players didn't fight for that because that's just gonna it's just not gonna end well, like you just said. No.
4: So, do the arbitrators have a good idea of you know ha- who who are the arbitrators? I guess is my question. Because what if like the teams start breaking up, so breaking out some obscure stats that you know advanced deserve- that advanced analytics that their general manager assistant to the whatever <laughs> yeah. statistics right. department, yeah. right? <laughs> the arbitrator has to know what that stuff means. Don't of they? Of course
1: they are. Yeah. Yes, these are people who are well versed in sports. You know,
0: it's former capologists Lee-gooies. who are just like, yeah
1: this looks. So yeah, exactly. Former capologists who are completely independent. Yeah. Wink, wink. It was actually
2: yeah. Curtis Joseph in this yeah. case.
1: Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> they should advertise. Cool.
4: They should. They should put this on TV. NHL Network. <laughs> Come yeah, on. Yeah,
1: they really. Do. And get
2: like Steve
4: Harvey up there as the <laughs> arbitrator or something.
1: <laughs> Two point three. What? <laughs> <laughs> Steve and Harvey then gets version. the name wrong for the for the arbitration right? award.
0: I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's two years at 3.5 million, not five years at 3.2 million. Sorry. Uh, that's sorry. The, that's that was the first uh, that was actually the second arbitration yeah. uh, award as uh, Philip Kurshev got his two yeah. years 2.25 million. Mm-hmm. Um, that's
1: not too bad, though, because in his case, though, I mean, he's getting a nice big pay bump. Nice bump. I mean, you know, I th- that those are ones that, OK, it's two, but it's two years and that's not too bad. He was coming out of his entry level. So that's not so bad. You know, Sam Sonoff was a different story, you know, especially as, as close as he is to UFA eligibility. And listen, if he turns around and. Resigns with the lease next year. I will be the first to say that. Hey, this guy's got a lot more character than I gave him credit for. Not saying that he'd be wrong to walk away from him, but boy, you would be a bigger man than I would be to turn around and go. Well, I know that you guys thought that I suck shit, but hey, I played well for you. You're going to give me a you know a better deal. Okay, fine. Bygones be bygones. It is just business. I'll fine. I'll stay. Honestly, yeah, I I can see him heading to free agency next summer.
0: Well, I also I also like there are some takes. It's just like. Man, I don't know why Sam Solnoff didn't sign Joseph Wall's right there. Gonna take his job. Just like <laughs> really? here's those footsteps. Yeah, here's that's those easy. footsteps. <laughs> easy now. <laughs> no, it's, that's, that's I think it was Mike McKenna who brought that up. Oh my. Who said? Who said? Oh yeah, my. no, Joseph Wall's just right behind him. He could take that job easy.
2: Like, mm. well, think about when I mean, you think about it. If they're if they're, if Sam Solnoff doesn't have a good year and they're not re-signing him probably means the season went to shit yeah. and everyone's going to be gone so what does it matter so Play what does Joseph it matter yeah. yeah
1: what does it matter i mean <laughs> listen i like don't get me wrong i like what wall did in the playoffs he stepped up he he handled it very well But Samsonov does have a little bit more experience on the old resume there. So, you know, I I would just kind of rein things in a little bit. Let let's see how Wall does over a full season before we start saying, Oh yeah, he's he's breathing down Samsonov's neck. Air apparent to the leaf's neck. You
0: You know, I mean, hell, he's the next Turk Broda. What?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Boy, there's a deep dive. Stay away from the puck duco. Save our listeners over seventy five. Yeah, right. (laughs) Um, Can I just say, Scotty, okay. I blame you I am totally fucking addicted to You're that welcome. game I love it You're First welcome. thing in the morning, man Before I get started working You're I'm welcome. like, what's the latest Puck Duco? Did you do it today? So they kind of fucked me up the other day When they only had four squares like, What is this shit? <laughs>
0: uh, yeah, did, did Lyle do his today already?
1: No, I did All not Because
0: right. I knew we were playing the game It's, it's a fucking doozy Because it took like two of them took me like 15 minutes a pop was Just like, son Ooh. of a bitch
1: oh i know some of them they, they like i said before they just leap right out at me i'm like oh fuck this is easy peasy right especially if it's original <laughs> six teams or teams that i followed in the 70s and in in early 80s oh yeah, yeah. Like, that's where i get these obscure 0.1 percent right for the uniqueness i was right? in uh... it's the latest ones of all things and i cover the sport for a living for 20 fucking years and i get hung up on the new guys and i'm like ah jesus yeah. I should have known it was Tom Pody. We talk about this guy enough on the Face Off. Yeah, I mean show. Scotty yeah. has
0: literally been training us for this for ten years. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> guys, this was all a scheme. A long con. I, I, you
2: I knew I, I was, was coming.
0: I used my That's so raven future futuristic view, knew this was coming, and it was just training you for that. It's funny. We were out. Uh, Jen and I were out at dinner the other day, um, and she was. Uh, we were just sitting there waiting for the food to come, and she's like. God damn it, I should have picked Dino Cicerelli. I'm like, what, huh? what the fuck, man? <laughs> She's like, yeah, no, he was a North Star, and he was, he was
1: a Panther, and I should have done that. I'm like, oh, my God. There, there, are, some, yeah, there are some guys that I, I'm learning really got around. I mean, uh, yeah. I mean, apart from the obvious ones like Mike Sillinger that we've done a lot on the yeah. show, but, like, Mark Recchi and Russ Cortinol and you know Tony they, the Hercus Circus. The amount and, of times that,
0: that Malcolm Subin has been an answer, I'm like, what
1: the fuck? How they? Yeah, what? I know, right? You're like, I he played for them? Yeah, when? Right? <laughs>
0: yeah. Played two games in the bubble, yeah, and that was it. Ah,
1: right? oh. <laughs> uh, but it's it's it sure is a lot of fun. I just told him, I said, I w- you know you got to get the f- a feature in where you can go back because I would love to go back and play the earlier games that they did that they set up, right? Sure. I would love to see those. Or it's like, we're bring them back as an oldie or something, you know? Exactly. Uh, One's not enough. One a day isn't enough. Right, <laughs> fricking
0: addicts. Um, Tony D'Angelo spilling the beans and fl- his flyer departure, uh, saying that he and uh, John Tortorella did not see eye to eye. This after Tony D'Angelo signed a $1.6 million deal with Carolina, which is an inauspicious salary teller, given his mm, beliefs. Yeah,
1: mm. Um, Johnny, you t- or Mark? Sorry, Mark, you take it. I'm starting to do a Sean Lee here. Uh, I'm confusing yeah, the Jesus, that's she's, that's she's Mark, you take it. So uh,
4: I mean, it, it, does that make Tortorella better? I mean, does they like in the grand scheme of things, if you don't see eye to eye with Tony, is that that actually makes it that, like increases your value,
0: right? Well, here's the, what happened was, and I talked to some people who who like saw one of the big blow ups they had on ice. Um, Tortorella was trying on to tell, yeah, yeah on ice. Uh Tortorella was trying to show him why he didn't, he needs to uh, protect the puck better in his own zone, especially in the corner. And Tony D'Angelo was going off about how the voting stations were rigged. It was really <laughs> just didn't see eye to eye about what was going on in the ice. So just slight
1: disconnect, just a there. little disconnect. Yeah. 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 Well, uh, I, I don't think anybody's shocked that uh, D'Angelo said that he and Tortorella didn't get along. You know, I mean, that was that was pretty damn obvious, especially in the final few weeks of the season where he became a healthy scratch quite a lot. Yes. Um <laughs> Very interesting, though, that, uh, that the Kaniacs are taking it, taking him back. But I mean, he no, did I he mean. did play well, though, for him uh, the season before, especially when he had Jacob Slavin as his uh, line mate, mm-hmm. as his defense mm-hmm. partner. Because Slavin, of course, would would offset his uh, his defensive boo-boos and Tony could just go and do what he does, which he isn't a very solid puck moving defenseman. But I think this the the D'Angelo signing, I think, uh, should I think takes uh, the Hurricanes out of the uh, Eric Carlson bidding now. Yeah. You know, did they
2: find out why the trade that was going to be delayed until that one count the year had passed mm-hmm. never went through, and the Flyers just ended up terminating the contract? Like did, did the is this like three D 4D chess? from John <coughs> Waddell and just waited them out and figured you have no other trade partner?
1: It is. It, it's, it's, brilliant as that would sound sean and <laughs> yeah. i would i would love for that to be the case don't forget but eric tulsi
2: not... Tolst- still works there so it could have been him
1: yeah it's true. <laughs> but no my understanding of it was i mean yeah this was going to be a deal it was going to go through they're going to retain salary the nhl went ein minuten bitte and showed the clause in the cba that says no you can't do this until one full calendar year has passed and then they got <clears throat> into the eric carlson uh sniffing around and for a while there the hurricanes and it was between the hurricanes and the penguins uh, as to who was going to get him and but I, I think they just realized that it was just going to be too costly and then in the whole grand scheme of this while they were going through this process the Flyers just decided well okay screw this we just want him off our books so you know they they terminated the contract and they, for the buyout well they terminated they didn't terminate the contract sorry they they put him on unconditional waivers and then bought him out uh yeah and uh then they were able to get him yeah for for much less than if they had had to retain you know only got half his salary mm-hmm. and uh now of course they're out of it and it <clears throat> looks like it's down to your penguins i guess and i have a scotty i have a very i have a theory can i tell you this lyle, lyle, it's
0: this. lyle Richardson. inspector theory time uh yeah did you, you, you hear this but you hear
1: about see this you hear about this
0: <laughs> of course, uh, everyone get your tinfoil hats on as expected. Yes. Spectre No, that's a conspiracy. Theory
1: time. This is a theory. This is a theory that's based it has basics in some facts. So, okay. you know. Got? Uh, go dog, finally did it. Anyway, yeeha. Uh anyway, I think that uh, this is going to happen that Carlson is in fact going to the penguins and it's going to be – I think it's going to be a three-team deal. Third oh, team, I'm really not really quite serious. sure who it's going to be yet, but you're going to see some moving parts in there. The Coyotes, so they can pick up some of the salary. No, you they know, can't. They lost it because
0: somebody bought no, out. No. Oh, they're
1: maxed out, right? Yeah, they can't be your third-party broker now this season anyway. I hate when that happens. But I think the third team is going to be in there. But I think the reason for the hang-up in all this right now, why it hasn't happened yet, is the Penguins are – they have uh, – Drew O'Connor has filed for – of course, has filed for arbitration. His arbitration hearing is on the last day, which is August the 4th. And I think they're waiting to see how things shake out with that as to you know what they can get him for, what they can agree for, if they have to go to arbitration, what he gets. I think once that gets resolved, they can then turn around and buy out a player, <clears throat> Michael Brand, <clears throat> because that second buyout window yeah. opens. And then they'll go through with the trade, because by that point, that's one of the moving parts, I think, is getting rid of Granlin's contract, even if you're you know, only you know, going to only be able to get rid of two-thirds of it. But I think that's going to be part of the whole thing, that they're able to magically make this work and that they make this trade happen. Because I tell you, everything that I'm re- – I'm not hearing or seeing any other team being as involved in this or seemingly as confident about their chances. I mean, yeah, he's he, he you know, Carlson said last week that he's talked about four or five mm-hmm. teams. He's talked to the Leafs, but I <laughs> yeah, that's just Brad Living just basically kicking tires. Just to oh, he's available? What would it cost? Oh yeah, no, I'm sorry, I'm not gonna pay that much for that muffler. Yeah. You know. Uh, you know, the hurricanes are out now with the D'Angelo signing. They're 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 done, I think. Uh, they don't have a lot of cap space now anyway. They were actually pressed against the cap, so they're done. Uh, there's a couple of other teams in there as well but it, it, all the signs just seem to point to the penguins it's just a a, a question of when this the trigger is going to be pulled and my theory is is that <sighs> they're just waiting to get this this arbitration thing sorted out with O'Connor and then once they do then they do the buyout then they pull the trigger and this deal happens so and that's my like, theory
2: and it's an, 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 i mean only like you said like, a certain handful of teams can really pull this off as mm. far as taking on that cap hit even if the <clears throat> even the cap starts finally going up more than a million dollars next, you know, next year, which would be yep. nice to see because we've been hearing this for five years now, whatever. Um, <laughs> but he, like his salary between the signing bonus and his base salary, it's, you know, it's 11 and a half this year, 11 next year, 9 million in 25, 26. And the last year, the deal, the salary that you got to pay out is seven yep. and a half. It's not like it drops, you know, the Marion Hosa 1 million or whatever because you got to balance the cap hit 11 and and then a pretty, pretty rich salary. So not every team can do that. And the penguins are certainly a team who until Crosby, Malkin, Latang are retired and gone, they're going to be spending as much as they can to try and win, you know, one, one more cup for this, yep. this, this, core. Um, so, and they're a team who, as, as we've seen the last couple of years, have just kind of flatlined a bit. Thanks Ron Hextall. Um, <laughs> So bringing on a guy like Carlson, who's hopefully back to what he used to be, even though he's thirty-three, um, and he's been injury-free pretty much, you can really revamp that blue line. And imagine a power play with Carlson and Latang in the back, with Crosby and Malkin and mm-hmm. Gensel on on one super <clears throat> unit. would be it's it's, it's insanity. Yeah, but it's they're, they're they're a team who. Needs a, a bit of a refreshing and so far, you know, Dubas has done that, especially with the bottom six. And it's certainly in, in trying to deal with the blue line because uh, probably part of this trade that's going to happen, you, you keep hearing, is Jeff Petrie is going to be involved one way or another. You see, it sure. sounds like it's going to be the, the guy going to San Jose if, if that is the case. But no. there remains to be seen. So we'll see what happens with O'Connor.
1: Yeah. Just, just to jump in on that real quick, though, Sean, uh, it won't be Petrie going to San Jose. He's got, you know, he's got a 16-team no-trade, and the the reports that I've that I've read is that he does not want to be moved far from his family in Michigan. So mm-hmm. San Jose is out.
2: But now has he, he could tried be... the tacos in Northern California; they're delicious.
1: He, yeah, <laughs> they're but 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 he may not be going to San Jose, but yeah. maybe he's going to that third team that I'm talking about, which would be much closer.
0: Name the to... third team, Lyle. I Detroit, don't name no. a third team. I, you got thirty of them. You can name one. What
1: Sean just said, Detroit. Detroit. Yeah. All right. Detroit. I would not rule them out as a possibility. Yeah. All right. And you got to look at it with Pittsburgh. They got new ownership that wants to spend. You know, and you've got uh, you've got a, one of the supreme Wheeler dealers in Kyle Dubas. Say what you will about his record in Toronto, but there's no denying that this guy has salary cap gymnastics down to an art form. So he'll pull this off if he can pull this off. And apparently, apparently, Sean, they nearly had a deal in place on July 1st in the early morning hours. It just it just kind of got sidetracked a bit uh, by the end of the day. But it's still very much they're still very much in this and very much the front runners. And that's why I think they're gonna they're gonna get this guy probably, you know, all right after August 4th.
2: And, and he's not even the GM. <laughs> they're know, gonna right? hire a
1: guy like a GM Yeah, yeah. You know when the new GM gets hired? After they acquire Carlson, This, this right. is
2: gonna be a, a Canuck situation where Jim Rutherford is front and center everywhere <laughs> talking about the team and roster construction and Patrick Galvin. The, or the, peng, the new Penguins GM is going to be in the background. No one's going to know what they look like or what they sound like, and then they're going to be the GM in title only.
4: Right. Yeah. All right, so Sean, as a Penguins fan, <clears throat> and, you know, me being a Caps fan, Scotty being a Caps fan, when are you just going to accept that the window's closed? This this seems desperate uh, from a Penguin standpoint to just salvage one more season or two more seasons. He's Carl- Carlson's already... You know, in the twilight of career, of his career, so d- defend this for me, please.
2: They want one more run.
0: All right. Well, there you go. That's,
2: That's it. it <laughs> if Crosby's got two more years, Manakin <laughs> has three more seasons, including this one coming up. Letang is signed until twenty twenty eight. So well, he's okay, there. hold wow,
4: on. They <laughs> they have years on contracts. That doesn't mean they have years left in the tank.
2: Sure, I think we- but if you, I mean. Crosby had 93 points this year. Malcolm three. Letang had 41. He missed 18 games. So it's not like these guys, I don't think barring injury, the way these guys have played throughout their career, but pre-injury, through injuries, as we with all three of those guys, with the amount of injuries they've dealt in their career, they're not showing signs of any sort of significant drop-off. You know, they may then Crosby may not get 93 points again, he may get 82. But that's still pretty damn good in in this league. And you still have Jake Gensel, who's not that old yet. He had almost 40 goals last year. I mean, they they still have secondary players that can help boost this team. And if you add a Carlson to that blue line that he's trying to reshape, and, you know, again, Carlson's 33, but he's coming off an amazing year, which nobody saw coming two years ago.
1: And he did it playing on one of the worst teams in the league.
2: Now imagine on the penguins and on yeah. that power play, whether he's on the first unit or the second unit or the super unit, um, he's gonna contribute the way he the way he plays and just just his style of play fits that that group there. Um and yeah, it's an expensive gambit. But like like you guys said, like like Lyle said, this ownership group is spending to win until this core is gone, because that's what you have to do. you have Crosby, Malcolm, Latang, three Hall of Famers. You need to be in their in their final years now. You need to be contending every single year. Otherwise, you might as well just trade them away. Why even bother resigning them? Here,
0: right. here here's here's a question: um, How much of a shot in the pan was last year for Carl? Well, I guess there's two questions: How much of a shot in a uh, shot in the dark was this? Like a an outlier rather was this season for Carlson? Flash in the pan. Flash in the pan. Yeah, 101 points in 82 games after 35 and 50 the year pre- previous um and how also
2: missed, how many games has he missed over the last five years uh
0: plenty plenty of games yeah. um and i guess the question is he flourished when brett burns wasn't there is he going to be as uh is he going to flourish as much with a guy like chris letang there and i'm assuming probably the answer to that is yes because letang will be you know just let him go but is a hundred? Is, is eighty points possible for Eric Carlson in, in Pittsburgh on that
2: team with that power play? Whether he's on the
0: first in the, unit in twenty twenty three twenty four. Let's not think back to 2007-08. 20, 20, uh, <laughs> like <laughs> these no, guys no, in look, their prime.
2: If if, if if he's on that power play, whether like I said, whether he's with the Tang or or Manning the second unit by his own. There's there's the quality around him in Pittsburgh what, and even strength on the power play. Is vastly superior than what he played with in San Jose. Yeah. So he doesn't need to be the guy in Pittsburgh. Like guy. when most guys come to Pittsburgh, they can just they can blend in with with that team and on that roster. And he's I he, I don't think he's gonna break 100 points again. Probably not. But <laughs> I think 80 is is realistic for sure. Mm-hmm. I think that would be the the ceiling.
1: Okay. I yeah, would that. agree with that. I'd agree with yeah. that. Yep.
0: Last
4: year, still, yeah, I guess I'm just bitter that the uh, the Caps window and the Penguins window uh, for rebuilding are now going to be offset a little bit because it's always fun when the rivalry, whether both teams are shit or both teams are excellent, is they always used to coincide with each other, and now they're going to be offset a little bit.
2: Offset. I think it, it could it could have been worse for the Caps if if Ovi wasn't in the ballpark of Gretzky's record. Right, if he was 152 goal, 200 goals back and had no chance of breaking it that rebuild would have started much earlier Absolutely. oh yeah hardcore yeah.
3: Mm-hmm. yeah
0: uh yeah. last year the penguins had 63 power play goals with a 21% 21.7% uh, on the power play uh so they were top 10 in power play goals last season there so you go there we are where was san jose uh san jose
4: Hold it's on. in northern california yep
0: still scrolling <laughs> 26 with 41 26. power play goals yeah so only 20 mm-hmm. power play goals less than pittsburgh I mean, it's not that great i mean pittsburgh's not that great let's be honest um <laughs> boy anything else left in the tank there lyle anything else that we had uh not covered
1: that, uh, uh, as we get to the lo- uh, since since I came in early, did you guys talk about uh, the whole Rocky Wirtz thing or
0: yeah? We just said that, that he that's
1: died.
4: what we were talking about when you yeah. joined. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> Never mind. Then. That's true. Yeah. Never mind. That's I, okay. I,
1: I, you can give your opinion. <laughs> uh, listen, I'll I'll give him his props. where it's due because uh, he came in and he was a driving force that turned a a much neglected. Original six franchise back among the elite teams in in the NHL guided them, helped to guide them to, I think, the most successful period in franchise history, three cups in six years, a cup contender every year during that stretch uh you know now yeah granted yes when he took over his owner i mean a lot of the core players or the players who would go on to be core players guys like like duncan keith and jonathan taze and, and uh, patrick kane and brent seabrook had all been drafted ahead of time and were already on the team by that point but you know still he was the guy in charge and you know he he did a lot to Increase and improve the visibility of the Blackhawks in Chicago because, as we all know, his famous tight, tight-fisted father wouldn't even have the the games on local television, had them blacked out because he was afraid they wouldn't come to the arena. Well, they, they weren't coming to the arena anyway because your team was was dog shit back in the day. But so yeah, I mean, you got to give him his props for that. However, you know, there's also the Kyle Beach situation and the way he handled that was was pretty badly. Um, now granted, yes, to, to his credit, he mm-hmm. did authorize the independent, uh, investigation into it. Uh, he was al- he was ultimately, uh, you know, cleared of, of the, the, to the, what the investigators found was, was that basically that he had no knowledge of what was going on, of how that was being handled. So he was exonerated, but the aftermath of that, he handled that very, very badly. Very, going, off, going off on that reporter during that well, town hall. Well, that one well day during that was, that yeah. town hall was a disaster. Mm, that yeah. was just a, a train wreck in slow motion watching that unfold. And after that, you saw very little of him. After that, I now I don't know. uh We don't still don't know what you know what his cause of death was. How how long he'd been ill? Maybe is if he'd been ill for a long time. Maybe that was part of it. I don't know. But the bottom line is, uh yeah, there you know he was you. They he he helped lead them to great highs, but you know one of the the great lows of that franchise also happened on his watch. So uh, yeah, they're uh, you know it's a mi- a mixed legacy, to be sure.
0: Indeed, indeed. All right. Well, if we've got nothing else.
1: Okay. We all know what time girls, it is. It is. It's 9:40 uh, in my time, 8:40 on the East Coast. Here we yeah, go. go.
0: Time, everybody. So, if you're not familiar with this game, it's nine squares. They all correlate with each other. Across the top, we got the Winnipeg Jets, uh, New Jersey Devils in a hundred-plus point single season. Down the side, we got the Philadelphia Flyers, the Colorado Avalanche, and the Boston Bruins. Nine shots uh, for perfection, but they have added a thing where you can keep going afterwards. Ooh! So you got that going for you. So, uh, we will let Sean Leahy, we will let our guest of honor go first. Uh, Match up the squares, match up the things. Sean, have you played this before? Yes.
2: All right. I did not play today. Wonder for this very reason. Yes. Like Lyle. Same. Um, Yep. The the one that instantly stands out to me: New Penguins defenseman Ryan Graves, Avalanche and Devils.
0: Ryan Graves. Ooh, there you go. Cut on that one. There it is. Thirty percent. Little chalk on the board. Little chalk on the board there. There Center Square, <laughs> right there. He's the uh, Whoopi Goldberg. You get the
2: Bruce Valanche. <laughs>
4: <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, Mark with the C. Shit, I was so confident for a second. Feel free to shoot me down, but I feel like this is a layup. I'm gonna go Philly and Jersey with Yarmir Yager. Oh yeah. Well, it's fine.
0: Mm-hmm. Philly, Jersey, Yarmir Yager. 44%. Also, would have worked for Boston. Indeed. Yep. Uh, For those two, I had, uh, for the first one, for the Devil's uh, Avalanche on my own personal board, I had Craig Billington. And then for the Flyers Mm -hmm. and Devils, I had Sean Burke. nice Lyle
4: see you're you're in expert mode of this you're just trying to find the obscurity uh the and how no no
1: listen though I'm totally I'm totally digging what what uh what Scotty's laying down because I'm always trying to get those low low percentages for uniqueness Uh and Mm -hmm. oh I was so
0: and the amount of backup goalies shuffled in the late eight in the (laughs) 80s and 90s boy
1: Uh, that's (laughs) Your obscure goalie Monday really worked in your advantage. Really that did. gives you it an really advantage did. there. Don't yes, no mind does. you though. I have my '70s and early '80s guys though. So yeah. Well, i you're worked. on the you're on the clock now. Okay, I'm looking at Boston Bruins. All right. Um, for the I'm I'm actually going for the hundred point seasons here. And I am going to. There's a there's several Bruins here I could go with, but I'm going for uniqueness here. So I'm pretty sure on this one, I'm going to say uh, Boston Bruins 100-point season, Ken Hodge. Wow. <sighs> Ken Jesus.
0: Hodge, Point there it eight is. percent Not even a picture.
1: Uh, <laughs> yep, no.
4: Is. I found out, too. Was it even invented back then, Lyle? Uh, <laughs> What's that? Cameras
1: even invented back then. <laughs> I uh. In the early 70s, we did charcoal drawings. Exactly. <laughs>
0: they took a picture, but the bird inside the camera took too long, and they didn't get a full picture of him. Uh, I had I had. I uh, am
1: surprised there's not a picture yeah. of him. that's kind of funny. But I yeah. had uh, Phil
0: Esposito for this one. He was at nine percent. That's another
1: good one. Yeah. You could um, also yeah yeah you could also gone with uh, Bobby Orr on that one too. That one says you would say chalk. So
0: chalk. Let's see what the results say. Uh, these mm. stats. David Pasternak was chalk. Marshawn, yep. Bobby Orr, only 18% of people. Ooh. Uh-huh. Other yeah, ones, uh surprising. Joe Thornton, Adam Oates, Johnny Busick, Joe A. which surprises me. Rick wow. Middleton yeah. and Barry Petterson. Barry
1: Petterson. Barry Petterson, 80s. Yes. He was swapped he was the, out was for Cam, a, Cam that's Neely. That's right. He, he was. was swapped out for Cam Neely. Yep.
0: Second second go-around, I will mention this. These teams you see here mm. also carry any movement that they had. Okay, that so, was gonna be my
1: next question. Okay, so if they had stats with if the abs, so so Nordique stats carry over with the abs, is what you're saying?
0: Yep, and Devil stats carry over with the Rockies and Scouts, and Okey Winnipeg dokey. Jets carry over with the Thrashers. Sean, second round. Mm-hmm.
2: I have a last name for Jets and, and Bruins, but I don't remember which Stewart brother it is.
3: Oh, boy.
2: <laughs> so I'm going to avoid that. Maybe you guys can think on that. But I'm going to go um, Avalanche, 100-point scorers. Who would be the least? Hmm. I guess Joe Sakic would probably be a little less than McKinnon probably a lot of young people playing this game so I think they probably choose McKinnon so I'll go
0: Sackic. Burnaby Joe is Chalk. He's the number I'm one. I'm also answer. pretty
4: sure by the way that we they had an Avalanche hundred point last time and I
0: said Forsberg and it never and he never got a hundred points. He Am did I wrong about that you are wrong about that. Uh it was it I think you maybe mentioned I don't know who you mentioned for Forsberg. Maybe it was one. fifty. Maybe it was like some amount of. I goals. think it was 50, maybe goals. was fifty goals or something. Yeah, 50 goals. I think he had fifty goals. Because yeah. I put I put Forsberg and he <clears throat> was at nineteen five percent. Mm. Okay. So, um, Mark, you're up now.
4: Man, um, I, I was trying to think back because with Jets and then uh, and then the Thrashers, mm-hmm. there's I feel like there's
0: a a, a couple big crossovers between the Flyers and the Thrasher's. It, um, it took me a minute to get this one. This one frustrated me the hell out of me. Did and uh, if we if if we can if we don't need to go
4: for perfection, you can go with my See, I'm, I'm so not confident about my picks in this kind of stuff, but I feel like Scotty Hartnell was on both of those teams.
1: Any disagreement? I disagree with yeah. the Jets. Yeah, right. yeah. I disagree yeah. no. He's definitely okay. the Flyers but not he, the Jets. He's in Nashville. Okay.
4: Nashville, yeah. I had the color scheme right, but yeah, the team you had, wrong. You had that okay.
0: expansion era correct.
1: That All right, era, that then give me uh, give right. me Briere for a hundred
0: points right. on the Flyers. Free air. old incorrect. Boom. Sorry, damn. Sorry,
1: Lyle. We go to you now. Okay. Huh. Huh. Okay. I am looking uh, at. Uh, Boston and the uh, Jets slash Thrashers, right? Yep. All right. Uh, shot in the dark here. Uh, Rich Peverly. Yep. Peverly. Rich yep. Peverly. Yeah. Beverly. Yes.
4: One hundred percent. There you go. Three yes. uh, percent.
0: I put Mark Savard. He was at four percent. Yeah.
1: Oh, uh, that's a good one. Oh, uh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right.
4: Should have known that.
1: that. Yeah.
4: Yeah. Didn't I didn't I mean, I'm, right, hey?
1: Yeah. Don't get me wrong. I'm happy with Rich Peverly here. Well, Mark, yeah. you wanted to say
0: something?
4: No, that was no, I should have known that. Uh Blake Wheeler, Smart, the, I mean
0: Blake Wheeler, the top one at sixty four percent. Uh mm. Derek Forbert, Mark Savard, Peverly, Mark Stewart was the one you're thinking of. Sean uh Drew Stafford, Lee Stepniak, Nate Thompson, <laughs> Carson Kuhlman, Parlin Lindholm, Sean McEckern. Yuri Sleeker, Grand Metropolitan. Hey, Steve Steyos. There's a lot of people <laughs> on that one. All right. To oh, Sean oh, Leahy. Sean Leahy. What
1: do you got?
2: But... I'm thinking back to like old hockey cards and stuff. Oh, I this love this part. What do you gotta do?
3: Yeah. Bruins
2: and Devils. Okay. David Emma. Wow. wow.
0: Zero wow. point oh. zero percent. oh, oh. 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 zero. Zero. 0.0%!
2: Thank Hat you. Thank tip. you, Upper Deck 1991-92 yes, hockey sir. cards. Holy How smokes.
1: did you know that? Zero, oh, point I, I 0.0. I had a lot
2: of hockey cards. He, also played for, he, was, he was like a Team USA insert for like the 92 is Olympics. true. So he was on that team.
4: Man. Wow. What Do you get an award for the most pool. players without pictures? <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs>
2: A 0.0%
0: 0. 0. pull for Mr. Sean Leahy. Mark, G- follow that. Gee,
1: Sean, what? They didn't have cameras back in LA anyway?
0: <laughs> <laughs> We did. They were in color.
4: <laughs> All right. I'll go back to Flyers 100-point seasons and go with Lindros.
0: All right. Chalk. I know that one's on the board. That's, that was my pick. Uh, yeah. I also went Chalk for Devils and Bruins with Taylor Hall. Oh, um, yeah. Yeah. It's an obvious one. Obvious one. So we got uh, Lyle. You got uh, two squares, one shot left. We will possibly get as high as eight of nine, possibly get as low as seven of nine.
1: Okay. Uh, She's my favorite. Uh-uh. All right. I'm, I'm going to go Jets, Avs, and I'm I'm not going to try to go for uh, too much low percentage here. We'll I'm see. just going to go for Chalk. I'm going to say uh, Paul Stastny. Oh, yeah. S S T. Um, there
0: you go. Paul Stasny. There you go. On the board. Keep going. Keep, Keep going, going, baby. Here we go. Last. Here we go. All right. Sean Leahy, you got a square here. Jets, Flyers. Mark with a C, you got a square here. Flyers, Jets. Lyle, you have the square. It is of Winnipeg and Philadelphia. Boys, figure this one out. Is this going
4: to be a free-for-all? Okay. Uh, did Mark Recchi play for the Threshers?
2: Uh, yes. Yes. There you
4: go. I think he did.
2: Yeah. There you I go. I think he did. We, met,
4: we, we did mentioned it. him earlier. There you go. Yeah. There, there you go, Mark. Nice man.
2: one. Well done. The,
4: nice uh, one. I had Scott 2%. Mellenby. Nice.
0: Scott Mellenby played for the Flyers and the Thrashers. I had Craig DeVries for the Thrashers and Avalanche. Mm. Um. And, yeah, it's a good time. Good job, gentlemen. That one. Who was the 100-point hun- season? Daniel Briere. That's okay, man. Ruined it for everybody. Uh, uh, only only six people mentioned uh, for Philadelphia at 100 points Lindros, Claude Giroux, Bobby Clark, Mark Recky, Bill Barber, and Rick McLeish. Rick McLeish.
4: Yes. See, Giroux was the guy that I never thought got to 100 points because sure. he, like, yeah. he seemed like the guy that did everything. He had
2: one season, I think. Where, he seemed like an yeah. 18 point, 90 point guy consistently.
0: Yep. Yeah. 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 So there we Still. go. Still. Hey. No. Good job, gentlemen. Awesome. Do immaculate grid. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we just don't get the little hey. Yeah, yeah, Scotty is surely leave. addicted. Oh yeah, no. No, I can stop it anytime. Fuck you. Oh god.
1: <laughs> oh god. Okay.
2: Oh, Let's and shows Nolan Ryan.
1: <laughs> there you go. There you go. Nice. Right off the right off the hot. You're right. Yep. Nolan Ryan. Fuck. Nolan? Noel, Iron,
0: Ryan. No, Iron, <laughs> no, Rion. Only there 13%. By the way, they're doing football and basketball, too, for the uh, start It today, did the oh reference people. Oh, man. So there
1: you go. Uh, okay, I'm going to jump on All-Star for KC and say George Brett.
0: Brett, that's a good nice. one. Nice. Okay, Poor
1: Brett. Lyle, have
2: you ever seen the video of George Brett talking to the prospect at training camp about <laughs> the, the seafood he had the night before? <laughs> no. You've never s- oh, Scotty,
0: you need to. Uh, I will send that send to that him. Send that to Lyle. Send Lyle. that to
2: me. Yeah, yeah. It's worth. It's. He tells a story about having
0: oh, a, a seafood
2: dinner the night before. Uh huh. Well worth your time. It is, okay. it, Lyle.
0: It is worth the trip that it takes. You may, to think, get you may him hear there. the
2: name George Brett right now and think of the Pine Tar Incident.
0: <laughs> yeah. No. Nah. You
2: will never think of that ever again with him.
0: No. <laughs> no. <Nope. Nope. laughs> okay. It is definitely. So it's pretty
1: gross, is what you're telling me. My Ooh, friend
0: and yeah. it, I got the one with sub. It has subtitles in it. <laughs> oh, so
2: <Jesus>. thankfully, <laughs> no pictures.
1: What have I done?
0: Right. Um. All right. Uh, all right. Mark? I'll go A's
4: all star Mark Maguire.
0: All right. Mark McGuire. Maguire.
2: Astros and Royals. Zach Greinke. Oh.
1: This is your guys' wheelhouse here. I also got a lot of, these, a lot of baseball cards, too. So, uh,
2: Yeah.
4: 63% little chalk. Oh, wow. He's pretty high. Pretty mm-hmm. high. He's still playing, isn't he? Yeah. Which is crazy.
0: Back with the Royals.
4: Um. Hmm.
0: Yeah, I don't know any Oh, of you haven't played least. this yet, Scotty. I'm, Scott. no,
1: I'm no, going to take uh, Mets all Stars. say Dwight Gooden. Doc. I'm going to go with Doc. Scott, I think Scotty gets picks because he hasn't played this yeah, yet. I
0: don't, I don't, I don't, play the baseball. But I'm.
1: Doc I, I'm only a four percent. Yeah.
4: Guess what, Mark? I'm, I'm thinking hard. Jesus
2: Christ! <laughs> They'll pick and beat Alonso. not yeah, think right? Jesus Christ played for any of these. Teams.
0: Are you sure? How can you yeah, be so sure? Yeah, into the show. Hey <laughs> <Jesus>, maybe. Yes, <laughs> did he, get, did his name, yes he did. Didn't
1: get that far. his name was Willie Mays.
0: That's true. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, I don't know any of these teams. Not a big. I mean, name. Mar- uh, That is the Marlins, right? Marlins and not the Mariners, because fuck those logos. I know, right? yeah give me the oh. old school logos yeah yeah um i'm gonna go marlins and marlins and mets and carlos delgado i think played for both
2: well, he was a blue yeah, jay think... was he on the marlins he was definitely on the mets I thought... uh, he,
0: he definitely... also <laughs>
4: might have been on the devil rays Ooh, instead of point. the mm. marlins and they they, they, so. they i'm sorry that's too similar but yeah go for it yeah, yeah. okay
2: hey look at it go, oh, go. Big, at dubs. big dubs big dubs Regular Bob Costas over there. <laughs> <I'm> taller. <laughs> <laughs> taller. Uh, so 4'9. Yeah, um, right. <laughs> Marlins. I'm trying to think of all the guys that they, they traded
0: away with each of, World yeah. Series.
2: Uh, I don't think Kevin Brown was on the Royals. <laughs> uh, uh? Marlins and A's. A's and
0: Royal of uh, Houston.
4: Yeah, I'm I'm running out of steam here. Uh, did, did
1: Dave Stewart? I know he played for the A's. Did he play for the Astros? I don't think no. so. I
2: think he played in the BJs. right? Yeah. yeah.
1: Okay. Now, never mind then. No, I don't want to fuck it up.
2: <laughs> this is always like this. This is why this game is so painful. Because like when when we find out the answers, all the other choices going be like uh, they're all gonna be obvious ones. Yeah. It's like, yeah. Oh, Obvious, God, of course. Of course, yeah. this is the blue one. blue third base guy. Um, yeah,
4: right? <laughs> or, like, it's just going to be some obscure reliever.
2: <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> that yeah. nobody's ever heard of. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Because mm. all you
2: do is play one game, right? One game of both One teams. game, yep.
0: Yep. And I, I don't know much of the Marlins either, so it's like, because no. they, they've got, like, in their history, they've been around for, what, 20-some years now? Almost, yeah, no, 30, right. 30, 30 years. One, two
1: World Series, and yep. yet you 30 years, one, two them. World
0: Series, gone through 14,000 players.
4: Yeah, yeah, I amazing. can't think of anybody even on the current freaking team, like the
1: most <laughs> anonymous world. Series and I play
0: fantasy ever. for fantasy baseball, and oh, I, Jesus,
1: I I
4: Jesus. can't think of anybody on the Marlins team right
1: now. Oh, 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 oh. Oh,
0: oh, Mister Carter. D Gordon. Yeah, is D Gordon not on there?
2: D Gordon Strange, right? Or is that a different D Gordon? It just showed up a little bit when you, when you first yeah. There heard he
4: goes, right down the. He, he was right down the bottom there. Keep going. Keep going,
2: keep going.
0: Gordon.
4: <laughs> I just saw D. Gordon.
2: He t- showed up. Just type D. D, D
0: type D's in D. D Gordon. <laughs> D's,
2: D's. There Strong's you go. Hey, yeah.
0: Gordon. Oh, I'm a Cali. Oh, oh Why did I think he played for KC? God <laughs> I damn think it. I don't
2: oh, know.
4: Maybe not. Oh. No, he played for the Marlins.
0: Yeah.
4: No.
2: Because huh. he's the one who hit that home run. After right Jose after, Fernandez. Uh, oh, Kenny yeah. Lofton. For
4: he didn't play for any of these teams. <laughs> I just wanted to. Mark's is anyway. yelling
0: out names. These <laughs>
2: Marlins. Oh, I hate this game.
1: Yeah. You know, there's mm-hmm. names just floating in my head there, but I just can't think. You know, I could see the guys in Marlins when they won their first World Series. I just can't think of a name, and they probably didn't play for for the Royals or the A's anyway. So who gives a shit? All right, let's just see them. Unless yeah, you got Unless might...
0: Scotty, you got another one you want to You'd try? Call it. I'm just gonna put random names. Uh,
1: Gonzalez. Right. Oh man! After all, we are at a hockey show, so if we if we yes. the uh, the baseball one, we don't and care.
0: Gonzales, nope. and how about Nick Gonzalez? Nope. All right. There we go. Uh, okay. Average score is seven and a half, so we're right around there. Um, mm. hundred th- uh what's my miss? Holy smoke! Jesus. 90, 90 A's and
1: Astros. Who are they? Uh. The most obvious.
4: <laughs>
0: Jesus. Yeah, who is Octavio the most Dotel? There? Nelly Fox? Mike Fryers. These people. Uh, Chad Harville? Of course, Chad Harville. The Chad Harvel. Jed Lowry. Maddie Martinez. Josh Reddick. That's actually kind of a Josh Reddick. Oh, Joe yeah. Morgan? Of course, just, just Joe Morgan. Famous. Oh. Didn't know that one. No. Denny Wallace. I don't know any of these fucks. Baby I Morgan. That was pretty much all. Don, Don Larson?
2: Cancer. Mark McLemore.
0: Oh, of course oh, Mark Oh, there McLemore. you go. McLemore got know. around. He was the Mike
4: Sillinger. Of... Yeah, he was. Oh, the other one?
1: Edwin Jackson. Let's yeah. solve this Mariners confuffle once and Marlins. 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 Jeff, Jeff
0: Conine.
4: Jeff Conine. God damn it. Uh, Emilio said,
0: Beneficio. Terry Pendleton. God oh, damn man. it. I don't know. He played for either of okay, yeah, no, I At least these right? people I've heard of. Greg Zahn, Rick Dempsey's nephew. An and he'll let you know about it every chance Johnny you get. Quedo, yeah. Johnny Cueto. Johnny Cueto has gotten around. Yeah. Wow.
1: Terry Pendleton. Bob He's McClure, Adam McClure's
0: good. father. Um, <laughs> Andy Larkin. Yeah. Was that? Let's Long go. lost brother. Marlon and Berry A's. Larkin. Geronimo Barroa. That guy Jim, reckon, Corcy. Jim Corsi. Well, he hey, Jim Corsi. he has the stats. Corcy. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> what are you A, Billy
4: Cock. Billy
0: Cock. Edwin Jackson.
2: Edwin Jackson. There we go. There One
0: we go. His, Edwin Jackson. Who play for? Rock Mike, Piazza.
2: Rock Rain- my
4: Mike
0: Piazza. Mike
2: Piazza. When did he play for Oakland? At Shit. the end of his career, oh, I, I think guess. He on, I think he played for San Diego man, like- Rains and the.
4: Tim Raines and Mike Piazza. Oh. Shit. Arthur
0: Rhodes, <laughs> of course. Fernando Rodney. Walt Weiss. Ah, uh, Walt Weiss, shit. Something told me Walt Weiss, but I was thinking like Astros and not Billy Ziegler, Bobby Witt. Damn, we are definitely a hockey show. Yes, the road we are definitely a hockey show. Man, Fernando hey, Rodney, Billy,
2: Billy Billy Koch, pitcher. Billy Koch. boy.
0: You go. Oh, we got a, we got a glib. Yeah, <laughs> a glib in the immaculate. Grid. Jim Corsi. <laughs> Jim Where were five minutes ago? Yeah, it's fine. He <laughs> just got here. Leave
1: him alone. Now we know who's responsible for bringing uh, baseball analytics to hockey. Exactly. Son of a bitch. Oh, yeah.
0: <laughs> well, Lyle, it's been fun.
1: As always. We've done it. We've done it again. Yep. Um, good to, it's good to see you again, Sean. You too, Lyle. Hope you're having a good. Hope you're having a good summer, man.
2: I am. I am.
1: Excellent.
0: Excellent. Baseball season's <laughs> done. He's happy. He's ready to go. I'm. Uh, I'm a uh, doing. Doing okay. Yeah. Hang, <laughs> Same,
4: chilling. Samesies. Doing yeah. All
0: right Yeah. Well, next anyway, week, next week, Lyle will be a fun time as always, and uh, as Johnny always. will be back
4: from his uh, European. Is he
0: vacation. back next week or the week a- the week after?
1: I thought it was next. I hope it's next okay. week because he's okay. talking about his baggage not okay, coming. Okay, that back, that, so. that leads to my my ending question <laughs> sure. here. Does Johnny get home before his bags?
4: His <laughs> bags have been home twice already. <laughs> <laughs> so his bag or or they never left. I'm not no, really they, sure which.
1: He says they're still in Manchester for Christ's sake. Well, what? they've
4: been going back. They apparently went to Heathrow and then got sent back. to to Bwy <laughs> at least once.
0: Yeah, it has and to then least back once. to
4: Heathrow, and then they told him they would be at the Kam- uh, Kalamata Airport in Greece <laughs> while he was in Greece.
1: While he was in Greece.
4: But I don't know if he's in Greece anymore, and he still doesn't have his bags. So
2: yeah, I told I told him they better be giving him the airlines the airline miles for the baggage too. Yeah, no yeah.
4: shit. He really has know. an air tag in it so he can track where it goes. Oh my yeah, so god. So he knows the mileage. The map they, 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 all over they, the place. He, he told me they tried to tell him that they lost his bag. And he's like, No, you haven't. I can <laughs> see it's it's like right next to baggage pickup eight in whatever fucking airport it was in at the time. He's like, I can see where it is. So go find it and send it to me. Yeah. Okay. So
1: just just one second, just one second here. <sighs> Airlines to avoid <laughs> <British> <laughs> all airways yeah. to the list. There we go. Okay.
4: Gotta love it. A or just make sure there's some sort of trackable device in your bag.
1: What I do is I have one carry-on I do not trust. I, and th- I, This is from when I lost my bags 30 years ago. Well, I didn't lose, and the fucking airline did. And I didn't see them again until after I came back from the Persian Gulf War, the bastards. Yeah. So, yeah. So since then, it's always one carry-on. You'd be amazed what you can jam into a carry-on.
4: Well, I was going to say, you probably got very good at packing just from your military career.
1: Yeah. So. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes, yes, yes. I, you know, Tetris skills came in handy. hmm
0: Indeed. <laughs> so, yeah, Jenny without his bags <laughs> right. would be a fun one. Have
1: a good week. Bye,
0: Lyle. See you, Lyle. There he goes, LyleRishInspectorsHockey.net. At SpectersHockey on X. Um. <laughs>
4: Is my app going to update or something, or what? I've got
0: the logo that's updated, but other than that, like, and it's just the logo, like, not even in my app logo. It's kind of weird, but anyway. Anywho, is that Uh,
2: a thing? Why did they do that?
0: Because he's power. He's a
2: genius, Mark. Obviously, I mean, come on,
0: amazing. X gonna
4: give it to you. See, because when
2: you type in your message and the big button you want to press, it still says tweet on it. So
4: right, yes. Yeah. Well, I loaded the app just now, and there's still a bird on the top of
0: my app. So same. Now you know. Listen, he had the idea. He's not gonna roll out the idea all at once. I mean, sure, it still says search Twitter. But that doesn't mean anything. God, blue blue skies are gonna clear. Feels up. a little desperate. Yeah, I'd say. Uh, just like me in high school. Mark, give us some <laughs> shout outs. F-ing oh yeah, God,
4: God. God, shit, I gotta start. Yeah. Uh, damn. Shout out to Lime. Um, these are just seltzer waters. I've um, been I've been doing my own cleanse. Essentially high noons, right? Mm-hmm. I've been adding my own vodka and doing my own seltzers. Okay. It's far cheaper. And, you know, you can control whether you wanted it 4% or 8%. So, tonight's we're at 4%. Nice. But uh, shout out to, I guess, that lime seltzer water there. Uh, shout out to John. Hopefully he has some good European vacation stories. Maybe makes a movie.
0: <laughs> Chevy
4: Chase is still
0: available, I think. Um, that's a, That's about it, I think. All right. Yeah. Good seeing you, Sean. Yeah. You too, Mark. Sean Leahy, what kind of shout outs do you have for this crazy event?
2: Shout out to you, boys. It's always fun to come boys on the chat. Um, shout out to Johnny, who's probably naked on a beach somewhere. Not because he's at a nude beach, but because he has no luggage and no clothes. Yeah. So. Well, but it is
0: like just 3, 3 a.m. there, so he very well could be naked and on a 50, beach. And 50 50 shot, even if he had his luggage, he'd be doing that. So <laughs> let's be honest. He's got uh, nothing to lose, yeah. literally. <laughs> and shout it's, out to. It's Greece. Uh, Go go ahead, Scott. I said it's Greece, too. Like that's acceptable. Yeah, they're laid yeah. back there. Yeah. all the hair is covering everything. You know. Um, <laughs> ch- shout out to the
2: uh, the U.S. women's team who just started against uh, the Netherlands in a rematch of the 2019 final. And shout out to good Long Island girl Crystal Dunn mm. who was on the team yet again. Nice. There's always a Long Island connection everywhere.
4: You as
0: can I, you as can I, say all the time. you can say she's getting it done. Ooh, nice.
2: Yeah, I mean, I think she's starting tonight. I haven't I haven't been paying attention to the game yet, but
4: there's there are also a lot of US connections to various other women's soccer teams, which I guess isn't surprising. Isn't there yeah, like a US was, player on Thailand? There's a US player on
2: I think it was the Philippines, I think. Philippines. A lot of them are American. Like I think the the woman who scored their goal the other day was she like lives in California and plays at Stanford or Santa Clara or somewhere some college out there, so. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty pretty good time to be a a women's soccer player in in America. Um, what else? What else is going on? Shout out to Eric Carlson, future Pittsburgh Penguins. Eric Carlson, right. just
0: want to yeah. say hey. Just want to get that in. Get get, that, get the jersey <laughs> ready there, Sean. Get get uh, just pre order. I'm not
2: a have jer- never really been a hockey jersey guy. I'm just too big and it just isn't a good investment hot, either. Yeah. Like, like I have not.
4: three jerseys, but they were all free. Yeah, because
2: like it, yeah, they're cool to show off. Sure, or if yeah. you get a photograph or whatever, it's fine. But I, I'm more of a soccer jersey wearer. Yeah, um, Agreed. that's you know it's just like a like a shirt. It's not like a big, big thing that yeah. I got put. I get wear my shoulder. You know, every time I put a jersey on, a uh, hockey jersey, I can put my shoulder pads on. get my mask, and I just go to the supermarket. So it's a big pain. yeah well, every time it can be
0: dangerous out there. So when the red <laughs> – what was that, Scotty? It can be dangerous out there. Yeah,
2: yeah. you never know.
4: The uh, I I I bought one. I, I bought a few caps jerseys, but one that I wore to almost every single game was a just a red. You know they had just coming out come out with the red jerseys when we first got season tickets, so I bought one, but I didn't get anything on the back of it, and everybody always made fun of me because I didn't have a name on the back of my jersey. I'm like, you know what? You know, the I don't, I, the name on the front's bigger than the name on the back. It's like, no, I just didn't want to have to replace my jersey every two fucking years. <laughs> so yeah, I have a caps jersey that doesn't have a name on the back of it because I don't feel don't
2: feel like buying a new jersey every year. Well, think about it with soccer, right? Those teams change their jerseys every year, uh-huh. every year at least, and no hockey. logo on the front, right? And, yeah, in their hockey, they don't teams don't really change their jerseys that often. They may add a, you know, they may change like the third jersey, but their typical home and away, you, you get a good good amount of time with them. So yeah. soccer, it's just like, oh, I got to buy another one. Oh, it looks exactly the same they just changed one strip of the adidas color on on right that's it Mm -hmm. or you know whatever
4: at the emirates somebody from the emirates bought their team so now everybody's sponsored by emirates instead of whatever they were sponsored by before so you got to get a new jersey i mean shit chelsea's gone through like a million sponsorships in the last decade
2: did you see the thing about the messy jerseys no but i
4: can imagine what? So this
2: is this is directly if you go to the Adidas the Adidas website they supply the MLS jersey if you ordered a Messi jersey today right now or even last week when they it was official they're not shipping until mid October
4: oh yeah oh yeah I when can Miami that. seasons
2: might be over by then
4: oh yeah well and then Messi sees like some cut of every single of course, one of those yeah. too which is
2: but, but it's like you that long of a of a back order, like you kind of get a heads up on this when. People are talking, <laughs> right? About, yeah, right? Like, yeah,
4: yeah. And if you go to the stadium, couldn't they literally just print you one, like while you're waiting?
2: That's oh, no, no. I mean, yeah. way to get it, like yeah. like an actual one that won't disintegrate in the wash. You know, that's right. not from like China or what's
4: Chatter, fanatics.
2: DH, DHgate, I think, is the the website. Yes. So yeah. Shout out to Messi for for making things look pretty simple in MLS. Yeah, I know, right. yeah
4: <laughs> he's not. He, he's definitely not making the Ronaldo argument any worse about how the Saudi league is more competitive than than MLS. Yeah, right. Then again, well, you know, and Ronaldo and might Harris, just not
2: played, be as good as he used to be. He's only played one MLS team. Uh, Messi. Yeah, the game was against the Mexican team. So, but fair enough. Yeah, but he's still the yeah. greatest of all time. But I agree. Um, shout anything else? No. I'm right. good. Cool. Yeah.
0: Thanks, buddy. Appreciate you. Uh, shout out to the drive to Omaha. Omaha! It was a great time. Everyone loved it. Uh, by everyone, I mean me. Uh, I got there in one piece. Hooray. Do you listen to any podcasts on the drive? Uh, do not. Or just us on the loop? No, oh, fuck <laughs> no, dude. I, I upload this show and forget all about it. Uh, what I, I was listening <laughs> I to some the show and forget all about <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, so. right? Uh, what I listen to? I listened to Faction Talk. Uh, they got a couple of talk shows on there that I listened to. And then basically it's whatever's on XM just clicking through. Like I I had, what was it? A uh, hip hop nation on. I had uh, the lithium, the alternative station. I had BPM, the uh, techno station. Yes. That was for basically like the late, the later in the drive, like hour of six course. of the drive. That's what it's <laughs> for. <laughs>
4: So it's just like it is funny how none of us listen to new music and what's the what's the last time that you heard a brand new song on the radio? I'm gonna guess for me it's like twenty thirteen
2: or fourteen. Okay. Yeah, I'm the same. Like I this I'm year. lithium or uh, turbo, which is like the 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 metal yeah channel. Maybe like some nineties on nine if Yes. If if I'm in the car with Drinking McGee and I don't need to hear have him hear an F bomb that doesn't sure. come <laughs> up in my mouth during That's traffic. Right. Um but yeah, or it's that or it's like the Serious XM but yeah new music I, I couldn't tell you like who the new bands are now I'm, Not I'm, I'm still listening to music you know when I was like from, I listened to when I was like, 12 years old so
0: it, it, for me it's this year because I do listen to newer music but just in different like segments like I'll listen to new hip hop and I'll listen to new punk and then that's about it uh, Scott has been unchanged since 1997, so I don't have to worry about new music coming out of the, yeah. <laughs> that. So, But if,
4: if if your favorite band puts out a new album, mm-hmm. then I guess that's different. Like a yeah. band that we used to listen to that sure. puts out new music, then we'll listen to that. But it's not like, a, here's Lil Whatever coming out with his first single. There, there's it's a like couple no new
0: bands you. I came out with because there's a Audio Tree, there's a YouTube channel that does a lot of indie bands, and there's a band out of uh, Baltimore Pink Shift who uh had new music that I really like. It's really like a power pop kind of thing. So it's really cool. Um yeah, I get a lot of indie music bullshit. So I'm I'm still sixteen. I've got fucking arrested development in my head. Not like Tennessee or anything in like Tennessee. The, the, yeah, exactly. Mr. Wendell? Yeah, Mr. Wendell. That's what's on the loop. Uh, <laughs> but in my head I'm still sixteen years old and then I go to a concert and just like, man, it's fucking late. <laughs> It's only nine, it's only 9 o'clock. <laughs> 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 when the band even on? really
4: started, yeah. Still the <laughs> <Yeah>. opener.
0: <laughs> so, uh, yeah, that's really about it. That was my whole weekend, just going to Omaha. Went to the Omaha Zoo. Good times, good zoo. Um, it yeah. is a good zoo. I've been there. Been they uh,
2: zoo. the the College World Series is not across the street from there anymore, right?
0: No, they knocked it down. But the flat, the uh, one of the foul poles is still standing up. Okay. Because it's part of the parking lot now. <laughs>
4: Uh, so they, they really did pave paradise and put up a parking lot.
0: Indeed, they did. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, good yes. Nailed Cheryl it. Crow. What? Or whoever did it before Cheryl Crow? Counting crows. Joni Mitchell? <laughs> then, then Joni Mitchell. Yeah, yeah. It was Joni Mitchell. Then counting. But crows Cheryl Crow also did that. And then song. Cheryl Crow. So all yeah. the crows. Um uh, Black the Black the Black Crows are doing a next one next week.
2: <laughs> the Counting Crows and Cheryl Crow did that song in like the same era. Yeah,
0: I yeah, guess. They yeah, they did almost exactly the same. Well time. And, and the Counting Crows one wasn't a, it, they just used the hook. They didn't actually do the whole song. Where Sheryl Crow, I think, did the whole song.
2: Oh, probably. that's why Oh, so so they sampled from they took from Well they just they sam- just used yeah.
0: the Pave Paradise put up a parking lot portion, the hook. They gotcha. used the hook and then They basically were a rap band for easy listening. Uh, yeah. they just sampled <laughs> From that, and that could,
4: that couldn't be more accurate for I think the whole band. <laughs> yeah, Although right. they did have some very great albums, but yes, they,
0: yes, yeah, agreed. It's basically, they're they're the metal of easy listening. It's kind of gross, <laughs> like old people in the dentist office. Like God damn, Mister Jones, this is way too hard. Well, I'm, I'm trying to get a. Know, root I'll, I'll I'll let you finish the show because I'm
4: sure we all want to go. But I did see them live once, and they instead of like. Okay, Counting Crows hasn't been a thing for like ten years at this point, right? It was it was like a Maroon Five concert or something that they were opening for, and instead of just playing their hits and getting off stage, they tried to like remix all of their songs into some new sound, and it was just a garbage set because everybody just wanted to sing Counting Crows songs when they saw them on the ticket, and we couldn't sing it because they were like playing it all fucked up. I I get that. Like,
2: think it from their side though, like. Playing the same songs every night for like fifty nights, you know. Yeah, but like, don't you hey, get, like some get tiring? Like, yeah, play
4: play that shit like in the garage so you can have fun with your songs. But if you want to get some pops and sell some gear, play the hits, man. How do you think Jimmy Buffett's been torn for literally like
2: forty
0: years? He has years? one song. Sure, that is kind of true. <laughs> that's kind of. He
2: just true. plays for two hours on so
0: Yeah,
2: well, that's Dave Matthews. fish. Fish plays like those like those songs are like 2 hours long and everyone's yeah. just everyone's just too high that they okay, don't
4: care. Okay,
0: hold on. We think got...
4: next I think next week we're going to play what's been longer, someone's <laughs> career or this one Dave Matthews song. All
0: right. Big uh <laughs> by the way, Big Yellow Taxi has been covered by Amy Grant, uh Amy Counting Grant? Crows and Vanessa Carlton. Um and that's it. No Sheryl Crow. What? No Sheryl Crow to be had? Oh, no. well I I guess I will uh, I'll mix mix up for Amy Grant on that one.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Got him. For... I, you really murdered that one, Mark. <laughs> I did. Ah, Get a bunch it? of oh, them. Uh, <laughs> yeah, bunch. I got a real black eye.
0: For oh, <laughs> man. Yeah, Shiner. That's what they like, Shiners. Um, <laughs> for Mark with a C and Sean Leahy, I'm Scotty Waz. Take care of yourself and someone else. This has been uh, Off Hockey Show, part of the Off Hockey Show Media Faction and Uh, You can find us at FOHS Radio on Facebook, Instagram, and X... Um, and then also patreon.com slash faceoffhockeyshow we're having a raffle for a diecast car that we sponsored two years ago get in there and you could possibly win a diecast car a 124 version is great everyone loves it uh, so until next week when maybe Johnny will be back who's to say there it is right there Mark's got it shown in the picture I think his,
2: I think his, his, his luggage will be the guest on the show instead of him <laughs> next week his luggage will be
4: a, <laughs> I, It'll suitcase. be it'll be a race for which one gets back I first. would
0: love for when Martin, he comes Martin back set
2: it up it's a suitcase to a microphone next week I yeah that's <laughs> my thing I
0: just like it should be a suitcase and just sitting in Johnny's chair and away we go I think headphones. I do still have John's headphones background
4: headphones. somewhere in here a
2: perfect headphones on the handles
4: <laughs> All
0: right well a until... flat
2: cap, <laughs> <Flat> cap. <laughs>
0: well until next it week folks perfect. we'll talk to you then peace. Thank you.